Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. There are so many how-tos in sports. How to swing a bat, how to catch a pass, how to putt, how to kick. With New Balance, there's only one way to run, your way. That's the best way and the only way. No need to look at him or her or them to figure it out. Just run on a track, a path, a street, or in a mall. Your choice. Running doesn't care where you're from or where you're headed. Running will take you exactly as you are. New Balance. Run your way. For some, today is an ordinary day. But for you, today could be the day you try a new McDonald's sauce for the first time. Maybe you'll dip a McCrispy sandwich into McDonald's mambo sauce. Maybe you'll spread sweet and spicy jam into your sausage egg McMuffin. Maybe you'll dunk your McNuggets into both new sauces. Any day you try McDonald's new sweet and spicy jam and mambo sauce will be a special day because their time in our famous sauce lineup is limited. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 planned day off yesterday, which was wonderful. Yay. Dude, wonderful my, my, day off yesterday. My all-time favorite thing is trying to explain to people why we were not on the air yesterday. And then when oh. I tell them the truth, it's uh, it's very interesting, the looks that they give me. When they go, why were you off yesterday? I go, ah, well, you know, the Smashing Pumpkins Jane's Addiction show was on Tuesday night and Riz went, and uh, so, you know, we took the day off. And they go... Ooh, what? Okay, listen. <laughs> Stupids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Listen, dopeies. <laughs> <laughs> Let me break it down. Okay, because we get up so early. If I want to enjoy a concert, and it's a very rare occurrence. Listen, stupids. <laughs> it's go a very on. rare occurrence that I will go to a concert during the week. That's now, true. Yes, Pearl Jam was, when was that? That was... Yep. 2018. No, when was that Pearl Jam show? <laughs> September. September. Okay, that was September. That was September, which was a Sunday. Which was a Sunday, and then the Smashing Pumpkins Jane's Addiction show was on a Tuesday. These are our three bands that I love. That it's getting to, guys, it's getting to the point. <laughs> it's getting to the point where these bands are rolling around. And you're going, this may be the last time. Uh, this may be the last time for one of two things. Number one, this may be the last time that they tour, and this may be the last time that you feel like going to a concert, to be honest with you, right? I mean... You think so? Are you getting are you getting gassed out? No, I, I, re I really enjoyed myself on, on Tuesday night. I'm just saying. Because I knew I had the next day off. Right, and yeah. I'm just saying, that's yeah. why you take that day off, because... If a band comes through town during the week, and regardless of where the concert is, regardless of what time the concert starts, it could be a rare 5 p.m. concert. You know when you leave your house, you're not getting home until at least 10 o'clock. Well, and that's my point of taking the day off, the next day off. Mm -hmm. I didn't get home until almost midnight on Tuesday night. I would have gone upstairs... Wash my face, laid down, and the alarm would have gone off in, in two yeah. hours. And you would have, and you would have slept poorly. Yeah. Because yeah. you would have thought, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sleep 15 minutes. In. Not only would I have slept poorly, if I was at the show, all I would have been doing was looking at my watch going, yep, I guess it's uh, I guess it's four hours of sleep now. Yep, I guess it's uh, three hours of sleep now. <laughs> I guess I'm going to take a nap. Ken's giving us some friendly crap on... Uh, on Twitter, and he's oh, Riz was up past his bedtime. Wham! <laughs> <laughs> and I know kids messing with us, but like, dude, it makes a huge difference now. I was talking to somebody yesterday in my twenties. Like, um, I, I had, I didn't have a bed. It was, I mean, the worst sleep schedule ever. But your body just kind of handled fine. it. Fine, I powered through it. We it's used not to the do, same. We used to stay up all night and to just come up and do mornings. Yeah, it's not the same. We used to have hot shots events on Thursday nights. That would go till eleven midnight. Yeah, Tony and, then and just I go home and then take Tony a nap. And I, Tony come back. and I would be in the uh, uh, in Illinois till like two a.m. or one thirty or something like that. I would sleep in the station mm -hmm. for for an hour on I the can't floor. Do it anymore? <laughs> my, I can't. My body does not respond. <laughs> I've been doing this since nineteen ninety eight. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> my body falling apart. Plus, I have vacation days. So, don't you have vacation days? <laughs> Don't you? I I have 25 days to play around with. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not me. I'm just saying in general, people, why are you yelling at people? I have 25 days to play with. <laughs> Every once in a while, can I not enjoy going to a rock and roll show? <laughs> and I had... Said like a true old guy. Yeah. Every once in a while. <laughs> and, and I had a great time. And I had a great time. Now, when I when I say the part of, hey, you never know, this may be the last time. Perry Farrell.
Lead singer Jane's Addiction. That dude is 63. Yeah, weren't you not 100% sure if he was going to make the show? Because didn't he get hurt or something? He got hurt the week before and took a couple days. He took a couple days off. Give him crap. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Corgan from the Pumpkins. He's in his mid-50s. I think the next big show I was looking forward to was Rage Against the Machine. That guy turned an ankle. He's not, you know, the whole tour has been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Those uh, hips, man, they start giving you trouble at a certain age. Yeah. So, so I, bummed about that. I was listening to an interview with uh, Maynard from Tool. That guy's had two hip replacements. Wow, really? Yeah. First two one didn't take, or uh, we did both sides? I think we did both sides. Oh, man. Him and John Patrico have something wow. to go Uh-huh. With. It's getting to be the end for some of these uh, for some of these bands. You never know. Two hip replacements. Wow. You don't know what these guys put their bodies it, yeah, I was through. Say, I was say, it's all the crazy stage antics. <laughs> you don't know what they put their bodies through. These guys. These guys are warriors. Nah, I'm not. Listen, just. Didn't he do a few years of touring there behind a curtain? Like oh no, down? he stands in the back of the stage. Okay. <laughs> stands in the back of the stage, but it's fine. Which is fine. Which is fine. The light show is incredible. Yeah, which is that's fun. how you know it's art. It's part of part of the part of the scene. So, uh, yeah, that's why we were off. That's why we we're off yesterday. Because I went to a rock and roll show on Tuesday with my son. Okay, can a father not spend quality time <laughs> Still getting super, with his son? So mad at everybody. <laughs> so how was the mosh pit and everything? In the days of Nick Cannon having sixteen kids and not being, you know, not being present. As I don't know about Nick Cannon and his presentness or not, but <laughs> I was present on thir- on Tuesday. What day was that? Tuesday for my kid, and he really enjoyed it. You had fun? He did. He did. The pumpkins were fantastic. Scott was there. Dude, they were awesome. I didn't know you were going. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know uh, until, because like, I'd asked for tickets, and then I found out through, I forget who sent me a message, but they're like, hey, you're off on Wednesday. I was like, what? Because you guys, I guess you announced it last week or something. So, um. I was like, this is good news. Who'd you I'm go with? I got tickets. Hmm? Who'd you go with? Uh, I went with my my wife, my sister, and my cousin. Mm. It was his birthday. And, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. yeah, he was in a section over, which is which is good. We weren't sitting together. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't, I don't want you seeing me this way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want you seeing rock and roll Riz. Like, like headbanging and like, singing I don't want you lyric? seeing rock no. and roll Riz or actually enjoying himself at a show. Well, it's funny because these... It's because it's not the same person. blow the whole brand. Yeah. And uh, one thing I did like about the show is that the crowd's definitely aged up a little bit, you know, with the uh, the pumpkins and Janes uh, and dude, stuff. But average mosh- age was 45. Yeah. The, <laughs> do you notice how the floor, like, here's what's going to happen if they keep touring. In about 10 years, all those seats down there where people, instead of moshing, were just standing in front of their seat. In about ten years, they're all going to be sitting there enjoying James. Yeah, I think it got to pumpkins. it got to a certain point where the standers were like, "Oh, I'm still standing up. Oh, my yeah. back. Let me Ooh, sit yeah. down. Let me sit Ooh, down. Ah. Let me sit down." Where, where yeah. was I joined it? that crowd? Enterprise. Oh, okay. Good Enterprise. seat everywhere, man. Last it, time I saw him was Stiefel, and before that, it was Fox. There was a point in the show where I listen. I stood up for all of James and and all of the pumpkins. And there was a point during the pumpkins where I turn around and go, I am the only one standing in this section. <laughs> and then I felt weird. I was like, should I? And then they played Tonight Tonight and everyone stood. Should yep. I sit down because I may be blocking the view of the person who is sitting down behind me? There was that thought. Yeah. That's probably why most people said. But I, I will say it was really fun to see the pumpkins. It seemed like 
Billy was actually having a fun night. He yeah, actually enjoyed I, being up there. That's awesome. what I told Moon. I said everybody seemed to be in good spirits. Yeah. The band sounded fantastic. There they was were amazing. Witty onstage banter. It wasn't so serious. Were all the Jimmys playing? Jimmy Chamberlain and uh, James Eha were there. And uh, the other guy's name is Jim too, right? The new guitar I didn't player. Know that. The newer guitar player. The L.A. guy. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Or is it Jeff? It's it's three original members. You know, it's it's Jimmy Chamberlain, the drummer, and James Eha, the guitarist, and Billy Corgan. Yeah, who's playing bass? One some unoriginal guy. guy. Uh, a feller? There's some guy. Yeah, usually it's a wow, woman. It's, he's, no way. Billy Corgan is known to have women bass players, but it was it was a fella. Oh, that's a surprise. And they played pretty much all the hits. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, they played uh, twenty some odd songs. Altogether, Jane's played ten. Yeah, that was good. And, and who was that opener? There was a uh, an opener, Poppy. 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 Yeah, that's man. Oh, up and yeah. coming, big time. That, she was. She was like a viral sensation like a yeah. decade ago. Dude, she was awesome. Okay, so there's so, uh, I, I don't have all the story filled out here, but like this gal and I guess a co-writer or a boyfriend or something like that. They were trying all sorts of different scenes and trying to, like, break into, you know, virality and everything. And uh, I think she kind of hit hit with this weird, super, super weird character kind of thing. And the the song and the video was just, I'm Poppy. I'm Poppy. Yeah, yeah. she's got a weird kind of way she talks. Have you have you seen that I'm Poppy thing? No, no. that's a, I didn't know there was an opener. It's kind of like she's spoofing the pop girls. Like, I, I got there, and they said, oh, uh, the first band goes on. I go, Jane's already? Like, no, no, it's, it's an opener, opener. Wow. Poppy. And I go, I never, I've never heard of this Poppy before. Well, I know it was all based on, like, just weird, wacky, viral stuff. But you could tell, like, there was some substance there, and if there was some... She real... seemed like she was playing some kind of character. Right. Right, 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 right. But, but the music was pretty good. Yeah, I was gonna say you could, you could tell it. if the, the right team was was doing things. There was some like some actual substance there. I, I mm -hmm. thought it was entertaining. I uh, I and, and so I was in row N, and I think uh, a couple rows in front of me, uh, there were four or five younger. When I say younger, I probably mean their late twenties. They knew every one of Poppy's words, every every word. I, I'm almost I can almost guarantee you that we talked about that video in like 2014, maybe, but. Because I remember, I think Jeff was like super creeped out by it and was like, "You got, you got to watch this. They're like, this is this is what the kids are doing these days." <laughs> it was, it was one of those things. Yeah, it was cool. I thought she was good. There's, yeah, I made a whole this. I made a whole evening of it. Went out to dinner. I was, I was with a buddy, and he brought his older daughter. Went down to uh, Chef Will's place, Rockstar Tacos. Nice. Which you ready for this? I what? got there and they're like, uh, "Hey, Riz was just here." Do you went there too? I are did. you serious? Are you serious by chance? Yeah, because I'm my. My sister had, you know, she's in town, and my cousin had never been there. I'm like, dude, let's just go there. It's, you know, not that far out of Because it's on the way. Yeah. And Are so you serious? We yeah. Not planned at all. <laughs> it was amazing. I, it was well, shock. it was Tuesday. I go, what are we going to eat? It's Taco Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Rockstar Tacos. <laughs> like, where's the place to go to eat on on a Tuesday? A taco place. Ta taco Tuesday. So we went to Rockstar Tacos, and that's always yeah, always a great meal. Amazing. Chef Will's amazing. So, yeah, it was, it was good. A+. Plus. Took Wednesday off, spent the day on the farm, and uh, back at it today. Back at uh, back at the whole thing today. I could tell you this: uh, nobody won the Powerball last night. Really? So now it's up to seven billion dollars. <laughs> what is it now? 
Uh, let me see here. The next Powerball jackpot is uh, very close to breaking records. After nobody won yesterday's $1.2 billion Powerball drawing, the estimated jackpot for Saturday is now $1.5 billion. Oh, now I'm in. That was my line. $1.5 billion, just a hair shy of the $1.586 billion jackpot that currently holds the top spot. I saw some article that I didn't read, but uh, the, the headline said, here are the top five states you're more likely to win the Powerball. How is, how is that? I don't know how that works. Well, it's, there's a whole thing about that because I know I th- like you can break it down. You'll see where they win the most. And I think Florida's like number one. One of the Carolinas is Yeah, because you've probably got old people oh, okay. there who play yeah. the lottery so, the most. So statistically, they're talking about his, uh, historically. Yeah. This is where more Because people more born. old people live there. Yeah. And th- old people play the lottery. It looked mm-hmm. like one of those clickbait headlines to like, you know, like, go buy a ticket in Kentucky or whatever the heck it and, is. And they say to also buy in gas stations and it lower, doesn't matter. Uh, it's all lower income neighborhoods because they, they have they tend to hit the biggest in those neighborhoods because more people probably play the lotto there. Yeah. That's the only reason. It doesn't matter if you get your your ticket at a gas station or schnooks. Yeah. Okay, so it there, doesn't matter, right? So there there isn't any statistics <laughs> that, will, be, that will help your this, odds uh, unless there's there's something going on I don't know about because I go and I give twenty bucks and I go give me quick kick the you know, quick pick and they go here you go hmm. here you go here's your ticket. Okay, so no grand prize, so that means one point five billion Saturday. Uh, there, there are you know people that won a million or two million bucks. Uh, nobody here in this state. Arizona, California, Colorado, Georgia, Maryland, Minnesota, North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Texas, and Virginia all have million dollar tickets matching all five numbers, but not the red Powerball number. Arkansas, Montana, New Jersey have tickets worth two million dollars matching five numbers with the power play, whatever the hell that is. Would that eat you alive if if you if you got all five? And do they do do they still do the the one at a time reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine hitting all five and then the Powerballs, you know, a dozen off or whatever the heck it is? He, I mean, bleh. if I hit all five, <laughs> I, I would be screaming, wait, 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 before, wait, 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 wait. Now, if you hit all five, you know, I mean, he, yeah, you got I got a million bucks. bucks. Yeah, which is not a bad that's way. That's so to awesome, lose. so awesome. But can you but imagine? Then, oh God, the, so close! That's <laughs> the worst second place of all time. So close. Man, I lost, and I'm still a millionaire. Uh, there have been. 39 drawings and no winner. So 39 in a row and no winner. Now, I don't have the stats for yesterday, but on Monday, for Monday's drawing, there were $131.6 million Powerball tickets sold. $131.6 million Powerball tickets sold. As a result, and here, breaking down the stats, as a result on Monday, of all the possible number combinations... Mm -hmm. 36.3% 36.3% of all possible number combinations were played with no winner. Wow. So that means 186 million number combinations were not covered. 186 million. 186 million number combinations I mean, were not you, covered. You said 36% of... All possible number combinations I mean, were covered. That, that, seems, that seems like a huge number. Jack, the odds are one in 292.2 million. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. That's immense. Almost 40% of all possible combinations was covered. That, that That's... Oh. And then... That's wild. In the 60% that were not covered, that's where... That's where the jackpot on Monday hit. Man. 
I mean, I know it's gambling, but maybe, I don't know. I, maybe, I, find, maybe I, find I'm the, in. I find the numbers part of it fascinating. It is yeah. fascinating. The whole I, thing. I had not only my mother call me yesterday. You got to make sure you play the numbers. <laughs> my father-in-law started yelling that I didn't play the lottery, so I went out and bought tickets. For, a set, for yesterday's? For yesterday's. Oh, okay. You got bullied into buying I tickets? I got bullied into wow. buying tickets. Cool. Cool peer pressure. I was going out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm out anyway. <laughs> Once the father-in-law called, I go, okay, fine. Fine, I'll play. Well, in the back of your head where you're like, oh, heaven forbid, there's a winner and it happens in St. Louis County. Yeah, oh, at the place yes. that I was going to go to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's so ridiculous. You drive past the gas station, like, if there's a winner there. Well, and, and I thought maybe because a ladybug landed on my hand oh. uh, yesterday. I go, hmm, oh. serendipitous. Right. Okay. Maybe this means something. Yeah. <laughs> Play the lottery. So, I, I guess, um, you know, financially speaking, you know, if you do hit the big, the big jackpot, you know, you got the choice. You got the choice to take the annuity, which is, I don't know, how many... How 20 many years, years I think. 20, Did, 20 years? you say it was 20 years? I think that's what you said last. Or you could take the lump sum, and, yeah. and they'll, they'll take 40 50% straight off the top if you take that's the lump sum. That's what I would do. Lump sum? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Financial experts say the lump sum is the way to go, but I think some people are now saying maybe the annuity is the way to go. I don't know. I was I was some financial guy that, on, on, on the Internet. He says if you win the lottery, take the lump sum, Put it in an interest-bearing savings account, you'll end up with much more money in the end. Plus, you never know if the state will run out of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're also trying to like figure out how to outpace inflation. Yeah, and we don't know how long we're on this planet, so you could wait. And like, hey, if 20 years, I'm going to have all this money, or you could, hey, I'll take it now. And uh, just in case an asteroid hits the planet. Well, no, I'm just saying in case our time on this planet is done. You know, well, I think are we talking the about the rapture? No, you're dead. <laughs> I think I think it's a, okay. the the benefits and the the. It'll go to next to Ken. But but, but does it? Oh, it does. No, I don't think. Oh, every, I thought it does. I don't think every one of them does. And I don't. I don't oh, remember. look that up. I think oh, it does. I, I think the I think state lotteries do. Uh, okay. That would be it, a nice gift to give to the next generation. I just remember being surprised. We learned when we, when we researched this, there was some of them that that do that. You can put it into wills and some other things, and it still pays out. But some of them are like, nope. Says here, in the event of a prize winner's death, representatives of the estate will be the ones that get paid the annuity. Upon for, receipt of court order, annual prize payments will be continued to be paid to the winner's heirs. For Powerball. The, the Powerball. Okay. That's good to know. Well, listen to this. Here's, here's the guy. Let's say you win $100 million. You can take 30 payments over 30 years, totaling $100 million. Or you can take the lump sum right now all at once, but it's significantly less money. But which one should you take? You get one immediate payment followed by 29 annual payments. Each payment is 5% bigger than the previous one. More than half of the winnings is coming from the last 10 years. Now let me show you what it looks like if you just got 5% a year on your lump sum payment for 30 years. If you took that lump sum and earned 5% a year all the way down, by the end of 30 years, you'd actually have 284 million dollars. Even at 3% a year, you would end up with more money in the long run. Also, by taking the payments, you're hoping that your state doesn't run out of money to pay you. Yeah. Yeah. Take the lump sum. Also, he says, this guy, same guy, he says to not leave a large amount of money in Venmo. Oh, yeah. This was this was fascinating. I didn't even think about this. Listen to this. 
My friend, he showed me that he had $22,000 sitting in his Venmo. Now, this is pretty crazy, but there are a few problems with this. Number one, he's not getting interest. Number two, Venmo is owned by PayPal since 2012. If you hold a PayPal balance, basically they combine your balance with the balances of other users and invest those funds in liquid investments. So they're going to be making money on your unused funds. And number three, in the unlikely event that they go bankrupt, your money is not insured by them. Yes. Moral of the story, don't leave too much in Venmo. It's a bank account that's not insured. Don't do that. Yeah, it's not I FDIC. Thought, yeah, I thought we all knew that. Like, don't. No, what are you, you? We all? Well, well I thought we talked yeah, about some that. Some people are very ignorant. Well, I, yeah, but I thought that all kind of came out a couple of years ago, and everybody's like, "Whoa, yeah, I didn't think about that." And now we're thinking about that. Yeah, I got a, I got a buddy that with his Venmo, he runs his small business through Venmo, and he pretty much says when he gets a deposit within minutes, he's like, "Get it out get of there!" Get the hell out of there! Yeah, listen, I learned he he leaves like a little bit of money in there just in case something needs to be transferred or anything. But he literally says, "Somebody goes, hey man, I'm gonna send you Venmo," and he goes, "All right, cool," and he has the app open and he gets it and goes boop 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 out. Yeah, I learned my lesson with the uh, the the federally backed things and the insured accounts and all that when when we had a um, <clears throat> a crowdfunding site that uh, just went belly up. Oh, what two, the hell? Two days. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. What two was that days. called? It was called Pledge Music, and it was brilliant. Pledge Music. It, it, was, right. it was Kickstarter for music, and it, and it, it was that. brilliant. And we had an entire campaign, six months, to pay for this record that we had fronted, we had floated out of my pocket, all this kind of stuff. And two days before it fulfilled and we could do everything, sh gone. Everything gone. Company belly up, no insured, no, nothing. Nothing. Gone. And uh, you could do nothing about out, it. Out of pocket. I know. I'm still waiting for my refund I'm from still, you. Oh, refund. Hello. There it came. This is it. Here. He's got it. <laughs> Yay, lucky. There, there was no refund. It didn't take anybody's money. I pledged a bunch of money and I didn't get nothing. Yeah, but you pledged it. It didn't take your money. It took his heart. <laughs> yeah. No, it took my heart and it took my money. Wait a minute. It didn't. I, I'm <clears throat> almost positive that money came out of my account when mm. I did stuff there. No. Well, yeah, if if you got something deliverable. I didn't. I, I, I said I wanted something deliverable, but I never got anything. You talking about from my campaign? Yeah, I believe so. I don't think so. Go, go. This sounds go like back. a case for Judge Judy. Dun, go, dun, go look dun. back. Because what they do is that they, they, it would it would be a it would be a pledge campaign where you would pledge just like a Kickstarter, and it uh, you know it may hold like a dollar on your card or something, make sure it's a legitimate card, not being fished or or spanked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then uh, it goes up until a date, and then when that date happens and everything is fulfilled, you have to fulfill this, fulfill this on the contractual end, on, on, the, on the business end, and then it would, would, would take the money, pay you out, take their percentage, and then you, you mm -hmm. ship everything out. We never even got to that point, and boom, I was out a lot of money, like a ton of money, and they just disappeared. That's pledge music, that's right. Disappeared, belly up, no I was trying to think about that. I had a conversation the other day with somebody about that side. I couldn't think of the name of it. Pledge music. Yeah. That's it. It's a true bummer, yeah. man. The timing really hurt. Well, good luck uh, for Saturday's draw. I don't know if anybody's going to jump in and play now, but $1.5 billion for the Powerball on Saturday. Uh, Tony, your kids and their Halloween haul, mm -hmm. are, they, are they making their way through the candy? Don't know. It's not in my house. Oh, so your wife's got... All that stuff there. Yeah, my ex-wife took everything. She took she took absolutely everything because she. So I had them till like seven thirty on Halloween, and then she took them and brought them to her house and did all that stuff. And uh, I I on purpose, like my son started pouring out his candy. I go, bah, 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 bah. you get that out of this house. Mm. Goodbye. So she's got it all. I have no idea. I will tell you that, and I think I mentioned this before, the neighborhood kids wiped me out. Like I only had four pieces of candy in the bucket left when I got back to my house, and that was it, dude. 
I'm seeing lots of candy wrappers around the neighborhood. Lots of candy wrappers. Like, I guess kids are just whoop, right there on the just ground. Them on the ground. Oh, yeah. It looks like leaves. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, like, like, look at this Reese's Peanut Butter now, Cup parade. You have younger kids. Uh, do, do they have self-control when it comes to eating the candy? Or are you going to be like, hey. If it was at my house, they their candy would not be accessible. It, the candy is out, and they go, can I have a piece of candy? I go, you have two pieces of candy. Because if it was accessible, they'd be. I'd find, I'd find that peanut butter cup wrapping, you know, graveyard, wrapping paper graveyard in my house. And especially because my son's a sneak. He would, uh, you know, he takes them, he would go in the bathroom and eat them and hide them, yeah. stuff them in the couch. My, my kids are older, and uh, when it comes to candy, they sometimes lack self-control. And it's not like I could hide it from them because they're clever. Uh, I'll find my son sometimes in the pantry with the door closed. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what are you, hey. That's not suspicious. What are you doing in there? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you know, there's chocolate over his face. What are you doing, what are you doing pal? But uh, a, a no-nonsense parent on Twitter said she has a Halloween tradition where after her kids go to sleep on Halloween night, she throws away all their candy. Wow. She throws it away. She said they forgot that she forgot this year, and when her nine-year-old woke up and saw the candy was still there, they gave her hugs and kisses. Now, initially, this mom, what's your first thoughts? That sucks. I mean, that's a giant waste. And it's a giant waste. A lot of money. Well, maybe she doesn't see it as a waste because it's about the 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 health aspect of it, which is cheaper in the long run. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying, like you know, participating with the candy stuff instead of instead of taking away the trick or treating and all the you know crap, crap, saving and giving to somebody else. I'm sorry, what? Every single year they do these things. Every year somebody does it. The dentist takes them. Well, the dentist takes them, or you can then oh, yeah. go somewhere, you, drop think, them off. What do you think they're doing with that? They're throwing it away. Uh, there's a bunch of drives where you drop off candy and they send it overseas to soldiers. Yeah, I think that's uh, my kid's dentist does that. Oh, so they say. <laughs> I well, you have, think I they throw no, it away? I have no reason not no, to I believe bet you them. Most of them do. I have no reason not to believe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming if they say they do, they they do. I've just never heard of that. Well, you know, the dentist the dentist takes the candy, weighs it, and what's they give them like a couple bucks. Oh, really? Wow, that's neat. That is very cool. Yeah. Huh. But initially, this woman was getting a lot of support. Like, hey, good for you, you know, health mom. Mm-hmm. It wasn't It wasn't so much about throwing out the candy. It was like, hey, taking away the bad stuff from the kids. All right. You know, it's, <laughs> instead of Kit Kats, they get celery. All right. Cool bomb. But then her post started going viral. And Uh-oh. she says that once it escaped the orbit of her followers, she, <laughs> <laughs> she started getting a lot of backlash with some people accusing her of bad parenting, even abuse. Abuse? Come on. Bad parenting? What's it of anybody else's business? Again, you say that all the time, but when you put it out there, you're making yeah, it everybody 100%. else's business. If you don't want anybody's opinion media. or anybody's comment or anybody's anybody. question, you keep it to yourself. You put it out there. Every, now it's it. everybody's. Now everybody has a right to say something. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, what does she care? Mm. Well, well I'm, sure, I'm sure she was expecting a certain pat yeah, on the yeah, back response. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you, her, like you said, from her followers. Once it escaped her. Yeah, the people that are kind of. Uh, the orbit. Yeah, with her. Now, abuse. Come on. <laughs> if you take a step back, it's probably pretty good parenting. Like I care about what I, what my kids put in their bodies. I'm I'm looking out for them. So you're on her side. 
I don't know whose side I'm on. I get it. I understand. I don't take our kids' candy away. On on her side, what what is what is being on her yeah. side? He's, mean? he's, her he's side, saying that you do you. And her side would yeah, be. If, you want, if, if my next door neighbor wants to throw away their kids' candy, I don't care. Throw it away. I, that doesn't bother me at all. Her side being, I'm taking away the kids' candy because I don't want them putting this junk, literal junk, in. And that's fine. Body. And that's yeah. fine. And and she could do that all she wants. But the where I have the issue is when, if you want to do that and you want to throw your kids' Halloween candy away, great. But then again. Don't go side eyeing me because my kids are eating mine. Dude, see, yeah. and that, and that's where I think you're jumping the shark here, dude. Like uh, she's not side eyeing you; I, you're side eyeing her. Time out. I don't know why you're coming at me. I literally said I have no issue with this. Well, just don't go side eyeing me. Right. Okay. So, but but that's well, all I'm saying. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I put it on you. I'm putting it on the commenters that are like Saying attacking is, her. It's probably because they're being defensive. They're coming from a, a position of defense. Like this gal's know, looking down on them. Right, right. Which may their not kids, be the case. Their kids gorge for however long it takes to go through. Right. And you know it's not good. Like, all this stuff is not good for people. Yeah, and I'm sure people are also like, dude, I just spent, you know, like 18 bucks a bag, and now you're just going to throw out all that stuff I I'm away. taking all that out of it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What about what about this? What about th- somebody on Twitter says, totally throwing away your kids' candy only teaches kids that they can't trust their bodies. Help guide and teach them how to listen to their bodies. So basically saying like, yes, you can have one Snickers, but you can have one Snickers. I'm talking about the Don't go- eat 50. I'm talking about the gorging aspect of it. Yeah. I kid you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get what this person's saying. You know, like, hey, teach your kids like this is not great for you, but you could treat yourself every once in a while. Treat yourself. Just yeah, don't eat 15 fine. of these in one sitting. Okay, you try teaching a kid self-control <laughs> when it comes to candy. Right, but, but I'm I just do, saying, this is this is somebody that's... I do think it's smart to teach your kids to listen to your body, because uh, when I was a youngster, they might miss out on the fun of those weird noises that come out of your bottom. If I was only listening to my body, I would do what I what I did back then. That would be clear an entire tray of Oreos. So, like, uh, I mean, like, there was there's no yeah. self control. There's there needs to be oversight. That's the whole point of parent and child. Well, that's the point of this woman. You know, she doesn't want her kids eating that stuff. Fine, right, I'm not yeah. going to tell you how to parent. Their brains aren't even connected yet until they're like 23. So, but try teaching a, a, an 11 year old about self control when it comes to candy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that'll work in Marshmallow Land, wherever you live. <laughs> yeah, all, all I'm saying with this gal is all she was doing was putting out a presentation of what it is she chooses to do. That's all. And maybe that inspires somebody. Maybe it gives somebody an idea of other different types of moderation or, or this or that. But, I mean, people that get real intense and, like, fire at somebody, probably coming from a point of insecurity or defense, maybe. And, and this gal's just in the middle of it. Right? <laughs> One person said to her, you know, posted on underneath her post, why don't the kids just hide the candy from you? And she, <laughs> and she said they probably do. Yeah, maybe they do. Yeah. They probably do. I think this is a mom, listen, you may not agree with it, but this is a mom that's looking out for her kids. She's trying. Yeah, and, and maybe her kids are the kind that will eat all of it at once. So she's like, I don't want that to happen. She's trying, and everybody tries something with the first kid, and then you know, three years later, you're trying something slightly different because you're kind of, you know, you're still calibrating. That's, maybe she looks at point. child obesity rates and go, hmm, maybe I'm gonna, maybe I'm gonna try to do something about this. I don't know. It's not as fun. 
Yeah, but her kids are going to be left out being the only ones without diabetes in her class. Mm. Yeah. Here's the gorging thing, though. You do got to you do got to look out for that. You do the, have to go. You do have to look out for that. Yeah, because the holiday kind of like perpetuates the gorging. Next thing you know, you're gonna have a 13 year old in the cupboard hiding. Yeah, listen, I wasn't even. I didn't. I didn't really even have a sweet tooth as a kid, but Halloween taught me that hey, this is about quantity. Let's go. Let's go hard. I want to fill this pillowcase up, man. You know, it was. It was like a. a, a I can't think of the word, but it was like this very strange. Uh, I, I like there was a spotlight on greediness. I was <laughs> during Halloween. Yeah, of course. It's how much you could get. Right, and if I, don't I had think a I sweet tooth, ever, I don't think I could ever make my way through my entire hall because I wasn't no a sweet way. tooth kid. I was. But but imagine if you were. Imagine if like I mean, just Reese's were the best things ever, and and this is a holiday where <laughs> we're, we're like. You know, coded up to like get as much of this crap as possible. I'd have gorged for sure if I was into that. This is remind me, we had a decent amount left over, and I've not seen it in the house. I think my wife probably threw ours away. Well, the crazy yeah, thing is, I'm we, glad she did. We we bought so much because we were expecting like the neighborhood to be pretty full. You know, like we were talking like this is this is the bounce back. Last year we had a lot of people uh, out for the first time. Obviously, since 2020 was was uh, shut down and everything. So we had, I think, four bags total. How much did you say you got? We got one bag. Okay, we had four bags that we bought, and we went through every single one of them as far as giving up. And then when the kids came back with their haul, it basically equaled it out. I realized we're, the neighborhood is just buying for each other. We're, we're yeah, just trading just, candies at this point, if you have kids. Yeah, it's moving candy from one house to the <laughs> other. That's yeah, it. That's exactly what we did. We have the exact same amount of candy we yeah, did Everybody a few usually weeks buys ago. the same that's bags, wild. the same variety bag anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, so, that's, so that's what we have. We basically just bought four bags and, of candy and brought them into the house. And in the past, it was we would buy two big bags and always have leftover. I got just one bag. Yeah. That's it. Let's do one bag. If, we're go- if we go through them all, just shut the lights off. And I realize <laughs> Halloween's a good training ground for kids. Uh, it's their Thanksgiving because, you know, adults, we don't have, uh, we don't, can't handle the sweets like we used to. But at Thanksgiving, we still get to eat a ton of food. So it's their uh, Thanksgiving, right? Well, they don't eat all day knowing that, uh, like I do, and, you know, Thanksgiving morning, I don't eat in the morning knowing I'm going to eat a lot. <laughs> Dusty says this is 100% mental abuse. Here's a big bag of stuff that you worked for, and now watch me throw it away. Interesting. <laughs> can, can you? I mean, you could see where he's where he's coming from, though. Like, imagine the. I mean, at, my thought is when it comes to like throwing away your kids' Halloween candy or getting rid of it or doing whatever you want to do, that's got to be a pre-established thing. Because like I'm thinking about, I can't imagine the heartbreak from my kids if they woke up the next morning and I went, I tossed all your candy. You yeah, that, that anyway. would suck. I, they would does, be devastated. Maybe it's the way devastated. she goes about it. Yeah, While, but, when they go to sleep, she. I, I get her reasoning. Yeah. Maybe the way she's doing right. it is kind of barbaric. Well, because that, also it could make kids, uh, when they get that candy, they know they have to hide it from her. So they're going to start doing things to keep their information from mom and not share things with her. Maybe. The way she's doing it is is, is kind of barbaric. Well, they go to sleep and, like, the candy monster comes and takes your candy and throws well, it away. Well, the only thing we know is, like, step four in this process, which is the getting rid of the candy. She her, says her she, she said they go to sleep. They go to sleep. Yeah, she yeah, said yeah. they go to sleep. I, I get that. that. That's step four, though. I'm saying step one, two, three, like, oh, let's get ready to get all this candy, blah, 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 is probably different than ours. You know, do you know, do you understand yeah, what I'm saying? Like, eat, they're, eat they're pro- I'm throwing it away. Yeah, she's probably not leading up like you are. And then throwing it away like you don't. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's probably a, a, a different uh, uh, approach to the holiday from a gal that's going to do something like that. So it's probably not as cut and dry abuse. Again, probably. Because you're I'm not just, we're, just it up fill, like you are. we're just filling in 
yeah. the blanks You're for whatever the blanks she did. What we understand for whatever she didn't write. And and hopefully she explains to the kids why she's doing it. I'm doing this for you. It hurts me. More. I'm hurts doing you. this for you. Pick pick out your favorites because we don't need all this. Kind Maybe of stuff. she says that. Maybe you, she doesn't. You know, I have who, no who idea. Who knows? I have no. It is. I will give you the. It's kind of barbaric the way she does it. They go to sleep, and next thing you know, all the candy's gone. Well, here's yeah. the thing too. They're probably upset because. All the candy is gone. It's the amount of it. When if you really gave the kid a choice, they're only going to pick out ten percent of it anyway because they hate the rest of it. Yeah, pick out pick out your favorite fifteen candies, and you have these, and the rest we're going to donate. Very controversial. Very, <laughs> very controversial. Very controversial. I just love that abuse. I don't think it's abuse. Yeah, is it something I would do? No. Yeah, th- I enjoy she- the spirit of what she's doing though. So I, as far man, as the health aspect. it's tough. I mean, especially considering that the woman tweeted out and said, you know, we have a Halloween tradition where after the kids go to bed, I throw away all their candy in the garbage. The next morning, they're filled with rage. Oh, she said they're filled with rage? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. That, I don't know if I had that part. Nine-year-old. Mama, you didn't throw away the Halloween candy this year? Background. We have a Halloween tradition where the kids go to bed. I throw away all their candy in the garbage. The next morning, they wake up and are filled with rage. Yeah, but she's also saying that on social media. So she's saying... I got to take what she says, though. Yeah. I, I understand that, but you have, to, you have to understand where she's saying it and why she might be saying it in a certain tone. And maybe her kids are always filled with rage, so this is an old thing. It is angry kids. Yeah. Uh, let me know what you think about this one. Um, a, uh, a, a a pet resort, like a place that you'd board your pets, this is in Pasadena, California. The owner of this place called Pets Gone Wild Put up a hiring sign outside the business that says, uh, now hiring non-stupid people. (laughs) And man, people are pissed. People are upset about this guy. I figure this is one thing no one's going to be upset about. You're like, oh, uh, I'm not upset because it's definitely doesn't hurt my feelings. A new job posting in Pasadena is turning heads, making some people laugh and others scowl. Sign says, now hiring non-stupid people. And the owner says, uh, they don't think they're stupid, so come in and apply. He says they're trying to weed out people that that are stupid. He says they hired, they've been hiring people and having to fire them because of stupidity. For example, uh, he says um, one person wouldn't get off their cell phone while they were working. It's tough to stay in a... Put away your cell phone. 20 minutes later, back on her phone. So. Goodbye. Fired. Would you have a, would you have a problem with, with that sign? No. What I, is it like? It the, says now hiring non-stupid. There's a, it's a banner they put outside the head of the business. <laughs> instead of, instead of the now hiring sign, it says now hiring non-stupid people. I would just no. kind of think of the company as like, well, I wouldn't really want to work there. It seems like they're not very good at hiring people. Somebody said, uh, what does it say to prior employees? Oh, we think you're stupid, so we're trying to hire somebody that we think is smarter than you? Yeah. Yeah, it is a, <laughs> yeah. It's yes. a, bit, a bit of a dig to Let's former they, employees. They don't seem to be hiring great people. The fact that they felt so emboldened to put something up like that, it's disgusting, it's distasteful, and it's unprofessional. It doesn't bother me in the least. But if I was looking for a job and I saw that, I would go, that's not a great place. 
Yeah, no. Or I mean, I would, I would, I would judge it. I mean, or maybe that's an owner that has a sense of humor. That's a place that I want to work. Oh, I would for a, sure a, judge a, them and go, I'm not going to stop there to apply. Right, that's what I would say, and maybe a sense of humor, but clearly a lack of professionalism. It sounds like. This owner and I are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> you would not do that. You just wouldn't do I it. I think I found a kindred spirit. <laughs> You're just saying Gosh. that. You know, you've, you, you, Tony and I. I would totally sure. laugh when I passed. Of oh, course, I, but I then would, would you go? I want to work here. If you, yeah, like, like. But would you say it's disgusting? No, no, no it, it wouldn't bother me. Like <laughs> I said, I don't think it. it really. Yeah, it wouldn't bother us at all. But you just wouldn't. I wouldn't apply there. I would take my resume and go. <laughs> no thanks. I would walk. You know what I would do if I was, let's say, I was 17 and looking for a job, and I'd walk by and it'd say, "Now hiring non-stupid people." I'd walk in, I'd go, "Hey man, is that side for real?" And they'd go, "Yeah." And I'd go, "Well, I'm an idiot, so I'm out." But that's funny, man. And I'd walk out, and I'd it'd you be funny to me. Walk in. The, in. <laughs> you just. I would. That's that's a hundred percent something I would have done when I was seventeen. You'd walk in and go, "Hey, I'm an idiot." I did. See I used to. I, I walked into Kmart I when I was looking. I walked into Kmart when I was looking for a job, and I went, "Hey, are you guys hiring?" And they go, "Yes, we are. We're holidaying for hiring for the holiday season." I go, "That's awesome. I need a job." And they go, "Great." And I go, "But not here." And I walked out. <laughs> of course, Here's I would my do this, Mensa man. Credentials. You you would honestly though, like, I mean, you would think the same way we would, right? Like, ooh, that's that's a place that seems like trouble. I don't know. There's probably some trouble there. Well, you're just gonna avoid the trouble. I don't know. I would. It. I would. I think maybe it's a owner with a sense of humor in a place and, that I may want to work. And on. that's I fine. I would laugh. That's it a, is funny. That's fine. But <laughs> for sure, you don't. This like, there's no way that this can spark a lawsuit. Oh, a lawsuit for what? I'm the last employee that was fired. And now this business is calling me stupid. Well, I didn't call you by name. But, dude, there have been crazier lawsuits. Tony for Patrico is stupid. That's. that's there's been crazier lawsuits. Signs on the back. No, I don't think I don't think any any lawsuit would be warranted here. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't say it doesn't unless you really read into it. It says something about past employees. <laughs> so you probably wouldn't go and apply for a job that has that sign. Would you go to get your taxes done to the tax place that I took a picture of it yesterday and it says done your taxes yet? Would you go in there and get your taxes done? Done your taxes yet? It's a giant thing above their door and it says done your taxes yet. <laughs> Just because it's an incomplete sentence? Yeah, this is a good question. Done your taxes yet? Now, if it was spelled D U, they just they just eliminated have the you, have you. Have you done your have yeah. you have you? They're done just trying to be cash to the to the twenty one year old who just got their first big boy done job that needs to get yet? their taxes. Hey man, you done your taxes yet? Yeah, if it was spelled D U I, I would have it then. The expenses per letter. Twice. Yeah, the sign yeah. the sign costs you per letter, so it's actually smart business. <laughs> All right, so I don't have a problem smart with the business. sign. I don't think the guy's going to get sued anyway. Would you apply if you were 20? If you I was were 20? 19 I wouldn't 20? apply for a pet resort. Yeah. Fine. How much are they paying? <laughs> you don't know yet. you got to go inside and apply. I don't know. I, maybe. <laughs> if I liked pets. And this, and I. If I liked pets, which you did not at 20. At 20, I did not. So if I liked pets, maybe, I don't know. I would, I would, it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Wouldn't deter it you. It wouldn't eliminate me from from asking for a job. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I wouldn't go. No, that sign is distasteful. Nope, I'm not going in there. Uh, there was an article in the New York Post that reminded me of two of the people in this room. Headline: I accidentally booked a happy ending massage. <laughs> These were the red flags. <laughs> Speak to me. <laughs> oh Speak to goodness. me, please. 
Again, headline, I accidentally booked a happy ending massage. These were the red flags. Again, this is the New York Post. Uh, when Maggie booked a massage after a long week, there were a few red flags. Oh, this is a lady. Them. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. To be honest with you, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not that I know of. I didn't know. Sure. <laughs> and it now viral TikTok, uh, Maggie revealed the moment she realized she had booked an appointment at the spa mm -hmm. that offered happy ending massages. She says, first off, I booked at 9 p.m. <laughs> uh, red flag number one. That should have been a red flag <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I didn't that think should have been that. your biggest red flag. <laughs> Usually a legit, you know, if you go to like, uh, you know, Massage Lux. Uh, yeah, you should have business hours. Six. You know, yeah. uh, you were open at 9. We close at 7. A little uh, 9 p.m. nighttime massage. All right. <laughs> Look up the hours for Massage Lux. I'm sure it's like maybe last massage at eight. I could be I could be wrong. Eight to nine. Oh, uh, nine o'clock. Okay, okay. Not a red flag, I guess. She says it is. Okay. Massage envy, same thing. Eight to nine. Eight to nine. Okay. First off, it booked at nine uh, nine p.m. Uh, she says uh, as she listed the reasons she should have figured out something was off. An employee answered the phone at nine p.m. Was another. Maggie, whose video has been viewed 10.6 million times, admitted uh, it didn't look great when she walked in. I walk in, no doors, only curtains, which I'm a bit nervous about. So far, I think she went to the same place. I definitely got the hidden video camera vibes. Would you not then walk out? Yeah, you'd think. So I even looked around for cameras and proceeded with the massage, which, again, come on. Maggie says she stripped down her underwear, which she typically does for a massage, before laying on the table. But when the masseuse came in, she really quickly ripped her underwear down to her knees. <laughs> that's a, the exact same thing happened to me. <laughs> and that's what go, that, this is Patrico. That's exactly what happened to me. And I went, uh, 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 uh. kind of let it happen because I was like, Rap, I guess I, I messed up here. To review, the craziest thing about your entire story is that you didn't realize what had happened had happened until the next morning you're telling us. No, 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 no. I called you that afternoon and told all you guys. Right, but, but yeah, yeah, okay, that's right. It was yeah, that I knew that, but like, you when said, I went home, hey, is I is it went, normal? Uh, she just threw the sheet in the corner. And I went, I, it's, say what? No, I knew, thing, well, I knew I had like, been, whoa. listen, I knew I had been violated, <laughs> but I, I didn't know what of my violation was normal right, and right, what right, was that's right. the actual violation. That's right, the next morning, though, you were telling us more details, and we're like, whoa, dude, it was red flag right. after red flag. They were like, oh, are you serious? Uh, then to make matters worse, she folds down the sheet, which is already very small, so I'm completely exposed. Yep, that was my, didn't fold down. Grabbed, crumbled, threw in corner. <laughs> Maggie says uh, that she she realized she hadn't booked a regular massage when the masseuse sat on her thighs. Sat on her thighs. Quote, I reached down and pulled my underwear back up, and I was like, no, thank you. Then asked for just her shoulders to be massaged. She says the poor woman was very confused as to why I was not into this. <laughs> After the appointment, she discovered there's a website that lists a salon specializing in happy ending massages. She says the salon she visited was mentioned. She says the happy ending for me was leaving. The massage was great once we established our boundaries. 
my the the I think the thing that amazed me the most is now I guess I guess back then I was you know four hundred pounds, but like Moon went in there too. Like, what made them go? This ain't a cop. I'm gonna start doing this right now. You know, like because we always hear about the busts. Yeah. Like we just heard about Robert Kraft a couple years back getting busted in this whole thing. So like, who's to say I'm not a police officer and immediately I'm standing there and you just go whoop? All right, we're out and about now. The other amazing, amazing thing about the whole thing was it was a Groupon. Yeah, yeah. It was a Groupon. It was a flyer I got in the mail that was like a Groupon <laughs> thing that said, "Hey, get get." A 90-minute massage for the price of a 30. And I was like, I've never had a massage. Mm. Riz talks about them all the time. 30 minutes in, I'm going, what the hell is Riz not telling me? Yeah, that was... uh, Like, this is insane. Now, by the way, mind you, Moon's experience was a lot different than mine because Moon's experience was 100%. You guys sent me an investigative reporter. Your experience was 100% happy ending, like 100%. First of all, slow your sentence. No, it wasn't. Well, not (laughs) to get there. (laughs) No, it wasn't. I stopped everything. Okay, let me me rephrase this. (laughs) Don't say that. Your massage was 100% (laughs) sexual-based. Like, you, they, it was, it It could have. I wasn't there for that. I didn't sign up for that. If you would have given the green light. If you would have given the green light. I vocally screamed the red light. Yeah. Multiple times. With me. Nope. I said, nope. With me, it was like 75, 25 the other way. Because I, because remember, I said, like, this woman stomped on my back. Like, she was, like, Whoa. rocking. And, like, I mean, she, I, there was parts of my body that hurt afterwards. And then when we did the old flipsy doozy, and as she was, she kept asking me if I wanted more time. And I'm like, no, like, I'm good. And then she gave the old, and I went, <laughs> woke up. I was yeah, like, see, that I'm, happen to I'm good. I'm good. I didn't get a rep. Oh, I, I got a. She went I, right I, at it. I got. I, I got, I got a six to twelve. I got a. What? I got a six to. Yeah, oh, I got wow, a six to twelve. Wow. I told. I told you guys the whole time <laughs> while she was massaging like my my legs like right by my groin area. These three fingers. She was going whoop Whoa, whoop. Whoa, six to twelve. Whoop, Holy whoop, cow. And then when she asked if I wanted more time, I got the old. Oh, and I went. Bah. No way. I went, no, 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 no. Put another couple quarters in the meter. Nothing close to that happened because I had already noped. She had already. She and this is when she asked if I wanted more time. She had already had the square reader in her hand, like in the room. Oh my Whoa. gosh. Okay, so when I go for a massage, and I've had, you know, 100 massages, they're very careful not to even yeah, yeah, yeah. put oh, out that yeah. vibe. Oh, dude, when I when I went and got a couple massages, like after we told the story, some people reached out and were like, you want a real massage? Come here. And I went out to a place by me in Wentzville called The Color Room, and I mean, I got the warmest blanket I've ever had in my life. Oh, yeah. Everything was tucked. You know, I mean, she and the lady literally told me she was like, "You can undress to the point where you feel comfortable, or you can leave everything on." She goes, "We are good. Whatever you want to do, we will work on your needs." And I was like, "Thanks." He came in a wetsuit. I'm like, "What the hell happened?" <laughs> I'm like, "This is the complete opposite of what happened." Yeah, they're so. When I go, I go to Massage Lux. Uh, they're so careful about making you comfortable. Yeah. Like when you have to flip over, because I like to go fully nude. Like the woman will go to another zip code. Yeah. To make yeah, sure. Yeah. Speaking of another zip code, I haven't been anywhere near that block since then because it makes me nervous. Oh, I haven't either. And they're still, I have no idea. They're, they're, still, they're open. still open. Are they really? Sure. Yeah, no they're still open. way. And I don't want to give too much away, but like the area that it's in and what it's by or whatever has some ties back to being swinger area. It does? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I see. I didn't know any of that stuff. There's a particular bar that's within close distance that is a 
swinger bar for sure. I had no idea. Wow. Man, I so st- I think I, I think I think they me, get some clients. It still from makes there. me nervous. That's like eight years ago. It still Again, makes me nervous. And the hundreds of massages I've had, I've ne- it's never ever gotten to that or there, yeah, because no you've fire. never gone to an Asian massage parlor like that. Like that I is didn't like know a it thing. Existed in the area. I didn't that's know it like a thing, apparently. Remember, we talked about it. And we were getting emails left and right about people who are like, "Dudes, how do you not know that's a thing?" Well, I knew it was oh, a thing. Oh, I know in it's all a thing. Foreign I, countries. I've, I've been never in. been into one. I knew it was a thing because I see the news stories. Yeah, of the busts happening. And I, I mean, you see them kind of out in the open in Europe or in, even in Australia. Like it's, it's, you know, it's made fairly obvious, and it's not all that uh, taboo, I suppose. But like, I, I didn't realize it was here. And when you said that story, I was like, "There's no way." There's no way. Oh, C- way. Certainly, that she just had it for you. You know, had the hots for you or something. And don't and don't forget, Moon. You went in there, and yeah, that I, lovely lady thought that you were into gentlemen or something. Uh, right. yeah, I, like yeah. I said, I screamed. He got a no. cer- he got a certain area focused on pretty pretty closely. Well, it's funny with this woman in this article. <laughs> it's funny because she said she walked in and there was hidden camera vibes, and yet she still proceeded to yeah. strip down and get on the table. Well, I mean, you you, you hope and pray against your instincts. You know what I mean? You, well, when it comes to getting naked somewhere. Uh, Riz, don't. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you were there, though, for until undercover there, purposes. Until, yeah, and it w- <laughs> covers. He was right about that. <laughs> what a terrible experience. Don't you also look at Yelp and all that kind of stuff? Because uh, whenever I was out in L.A., my doctor told me to go get a massage, blah, blah, So I finally, you know, I did some research, and I looked around, and on Yelp it was like, you know, 90% of all the comments were from ladies about how great the place is. So you're like, ah, oh, that's probably the So it's probably legit. Yeah. It had really good ratings, all that kind of stuff. You had a, you had a similar experience? No, no, oh, not at all. Oh, it was very nice. And well, this was a new place. Like I said, you know, he he got a he got a grand opening Groupon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, duh. Okay. So yeah. no nobody knew anything okay. about it, and I just we I mean, you know, your story was unbelievable, but at the same time we were like, I don't know if if maybe maybe it was just a a, a random fluke, a or maybe because it was Tony's first time. Like right. maybe you misread the situation. <laughs> Or maybe I went in putting off that vibe. Maybe, I don't know. Tony was spot on. And I want the whole thing. Give it it to all of it to me. Yeah, like a car wash. Uh Uh-huh. Before we uh, hit the uh, team, remember the day, somebody on Twitter figured out how to uh, maximize your vacation days next year by grouping them around holidays so you end up with big chunks of time off. This is very useful information. So you may want to write some of this stuff down. So this is not going to work for everyone since a lot of companies don't give days off for, you know, all the holidays this guy chose. And and he's, and it's based on having 18 vacation days a year, which is a lot, but you, you don't have to do all of them. So here's what he came up with, okay? This is how to maximize your vacation days next year. In January, take the Thursday and Friday before Martin Luther King Day off. If you get that following Monday off too, it's five days in a row. Next April... Take off the full week before Easter. If your company's closed on Good Friday and Easter Monday, it only requires four vacation days. And with both, both weekends, it's then a 10-day break. In July of next year, take Monday, July 3rd off. With the weekend, it's a four-day break. Next November, take the full week after Veterans Day off. And the three days before Thanksgiving, it's eight vacation days, but it gives you up to 17 days off in a row. Wow. Now, your boss will hate you for asking so late, but that one would work this year, too. 
If you're one step ahead and already doing it, bravo. Next December, take off the four work days between Christmas and New Year's, and you'll have 10 days off in a row. That's how to maximize your vacation days back in uh, next year. If you missed any of that, go back in the podcast. 17 days in a row. 17 I days in a row. I think that's about my limit, to be honest with you. Because during our big Christmas break, there's a there's a part right after, right. I mean, pretty much after New Year's Eve. You know, January 1, I'm like, okay, we're good here. Like, I enjoy that time off, but I'm like, okay, I can't sit here any longer. Well, when is our, so our last show of the year is going to be, I believe, December 16th. And we'll be back uh, probably the second or third. Yeah. So that's, you know, a good two-week break. That's a good solid two weeks. Yeah, and, I, and I'm actually, I'm, my last day would be the, that Wednesday. So, like, I'll be ready to come back on the second. Oh, you're leaving the 14th? Well, that Wednesday. I mean, the 15th and 16th, I'm not here. Where are you going? To a lake house. Tight. Wow. Maximizing your days off. Yeah, man. Look at you going like, to a lake house. You getting house. a massage down there? No. Up no, there? No, Over thanks. There? No, thanks. This is the same one we went to last year, that, that place Look in Waterloo. you going to a lake house. Oh, neato. Whoa. Hey. Very nice. It's got a hot tub outside that overlooks the lake. That's oh. all I need. That's all I need. Hey, we see what the plan hot is. It's 100% hey. what the plan is, fellas. Soak. In hot water. <laughs> fellas, that's the plan. While looking at cold water. Uh-huh. That's cool. All right. right. All right. Now let's do this. Team Riz, remember the day brought to you by Copper Fire Barn Eatery in Belleville from Wentzville. Shane Richard is our. Hey, man. Team Riz, remember the day. Uh, Shane has been a loyal Rochelle listener since day one. Loves Freak of the Week, loves Real of Fake, loves Friday Fails, and Paul Paul Patrico. We get uh, two, maybe three of those things today. Uh, Shane says, if selected for Team Riz, he would represent the team with absolute honor and respect, which is all we ask. Uh, Shane Richard from Wentzville is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Listen, it's 2022. You want to make sure that you're getting the most out of you. So Victory Men's Health can help you out with that. Whether it be a plan that's designed specifically for you to make you feel your best, or maybe help with low testosterone or erectile dysfunction, they have you covered. With their vitamin IV drips and so much more, they can help you feel the best that you've ever felt before. Why sit there and make excuses when you go to Victory Men's Health and let them help you get the most out of you. Again, it's 2022. Make it about you. Go visit them in O'Fallon, Illinois, or in town and country. Find them online at victorymenshealth.com. Hey, it's Riz. Now, cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in-demand careers. And Centric can train you for a career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in just four months. With Centric's hands-on program, they teach you the actual job skills you need to get started. No history, no biology, just technology. And that's how they do it in just four months, even if you have no IT experience. And you could do it online, or you could do it in person. You could do it in the evenings, or you could do it during the day. Whatever works best for you. They're flexible. If you are interested in a career in cybersecurity, call Patrick Nealon at Centric Training. He's going to walk you through Centric's cutting-edge program and show you everything Centric does to help you get started right now in your new IT career. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com slash STL. C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. 
Cybersecurity is a problem for every business in St. Louis. You can be part of the solution. This is O's the Mentalist. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Show at 1057thepoint.com. John Petrico joins us in just a little bit. Craigslist Freak of the Week playoffs. Going to be one step closer to having a name etched on that Jerry. No, no, it's not the Jerry said doesn't black anymore. That's, that's dumb. Well, yeah, whatever, whatever. So whatever we want to we're... call it, cup. Correct. Yeah, the plaque is full. The plaque is yep. now in the museum. And uh, I, I'm sorry, I hate to correct you, but this is this is going to be the first round of the Craigslist Freak of the Year. Freak of the Year. Playoffs. The year playoffs. Bring the year playoffs. We are now down. I mean, if you really want to take a step back. The bunting back, is up. If you want to take a step back and look at it, there's only nine people left. Of all the ads that we've done all year, there are Man. only nine that are in the competition this right now. This is why we play the game. <laughs> this is why we play. Uh, also, uh, speaking of games, uh, not so fun in games uh, recently. Uh, Chris Kerber is going to be on to talk about Blues hockey. Oh, they're having a good time. The announcers are. Oh, they are having a great time. So, I mean, but, so uh, it sounds in the booth. But yeah. Chris and, and Joey. Product on the ice there, not so great. They're yep. doing things to entertain themselves because the Blues aren't doing it for us. Five-game losing streak. Yikes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad when the uh, most talked-about Blues thing right now is uh, the little jokesters up there in the What booth. happened in the radio booth yeah. as opposed to what happened on the ice. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk to uh, Chris Kerber a little bit later on. So today is November the 3rd, back of the day, 74 years ago, 1948. The Chicago Tribune mistakenly called the presidential election for the wrong candidate, which allowed a very amused Harry S. Truman to claim victory while holding the headline, Dewey defeats Truman. That picture was taken down to Union Station, downtown. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Pulled a uh, Steve Harvey. Yep. Oops. <laughs> uh, 44 years ago, 1978, Different Strokes, starring the late, great Gary Coleman, debuted on NBC. 33 years ago, 1989, the Minnesota Timberwolves played their very first NBA game. 32 years ago, 1990, the legendary Saved by the Bell episode, where Jesse gets hooked on caffeine pills. I'm so scared. I'm so excited. I'm I'm so so scared. (laughs) That's the best. there There was a good three years of my life in college where anytime somebody said the word excited or scared, I would bust out of that. I'm so <laughs> yeah, that was that was a that's a pretty intense episode though. It was a very special episode of Saved by the Bell. It's good. It's good. Yeah, they did. Screech at his finest. Oh, it's good that they did something like that. I mean, that's it's what, e- that's when people remember, went. But. That's when people went. Man, that's Elizabeth Berkley. She's got some acting chops. Let's put her in a nudie movie. Mm-hmm. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> so that very same day of the caffeine pills episode, uh, Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice hit number one of the pop singles chart. Wow, the two are clearly connected. The first, <laughs> the first rap single to ever. Top the pop chart. Uh, 30 years ago in 1992, Rage Against the Machines self-titled record comes out. That same day, Billy Clinton elected our 42nd president. 28 years ago, 1994, the very first Sony PlayStation console is released. 26 years ago, 1996, Kobe Bryant makes his NBA debut. Then the youngest NBA player ever at 18 years and two months old. So I know, like, clearly Joe Biden... His real name is Joseph, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Abraham Lincoln, Abe Lincoln, real name Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. But can you imagine if it was like 
Ladies and gentlemen, your next president of the United States, Donnie Trump. Or, you know, any, any you know, Jimmy. Well, oh, Harry, Jimmy Carter. Harry Never mind. Truman. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Car I mean, Harry Truman is Harold, right? But what if it was Ronnie Reagan? Yeah, Ronnie Reagan. <laughs> Ronnie Reagan. <laughs> you said Billy Clinton, and I went, what the hell? Why'd that sound so weird? Uh, 24 years ago, 1998, <laughs> Jesse Ventura elected governor of Minnesota. You don't think Roosevelt was walking around being yelled at by, as Frankie? Hey, Frankie Roosevelt. I, I guess well, Theodore Roosevelt Teddy. was Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eight years ago today, 2014, New York's one World Trade Center opened for business more than 13 years after the terrorist attacks that took down the Twin Towers. Freedom Tower stands at a very patriotic 1,776 feet tall with a tight matching the year the Declaration of Independence was signed. And that's what happened back in the day. And now, crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crab on Celebrities. And it's all brought to you by Bright House Plumbing Company. Call the best, flush the rest, 636-600-0188. So we've got some new details on Takeoff's death. Uh, he's the Migos rapper that was shot multiple times, according to reports from the medical examiner's office. And they say that his primary cause of death is penetrating gunshot wounds to the head, torso, and arm. So he was now shot three times. Now, so they're saying that the torso one may have gone uh, twice. Yeah, through the arm. But I don't know if any of you guys have watched the video. They've been releasing videos of like some cell phone videos of people that were on the scene from witnesses and so forth. And the video clearly shows he's literally standing in the back yeah, of a crowd, he's, he's and this is not side. intended for him or anything. He just was, and I so hate to say was, this, wrong he's not even, place, he's wrong not even a part of the argument. No. Ah. So stray bullet. Yeah, uh, he was or just, just whoever shot why shot into the crowd. Wow, I guess they're just firing a whole bunch at one time. Yeah, I don't know, but it's it's a huge bummer. It appears that the office has closed the investigation already. They say that that's it because they already said like, hey, you can come get the body for funeral. Do they services. have a shooter? Uh, they say that they have a suspect. In one of the videos that was shot, you could clearly see a man standing there with a gun in his pocket. Now, that's kind of all they have is that that guy was there with a gun. They don't know if he's the one that was arguing. They don't know if he was the one that fired the shot. They just know, hey, there's at least that guy right there that has a gun on him. So it was a game of dice gone bad on mm -hmm. a bowling alley. Yeah. Yep. And literally in the video... Uh, Quavo, who's another guy in Migos, and this guy's uncle, Takeoff's uncle, he you could hear him say, like, F this man, let's bounce. And when they start to walk away, that's when the... Pop, pop, Is it pop. Quavo or Quavo? I've, I have no idea. From what... I said Quavo last week, and somebody sent me an email that said, you idiots, it's Quavo. So, Q from Migos. I have no... I've, <laughs> I'm not familiar with that group. Yeah, I don't know. So... Uh, they're looking into that guy, by the way. But they're trying to find him, and of course, nobody's talking right now. Uh, the Goop gift guide is here to remove money from your bank account quicker than ever, okay? And this yearly list from Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand always brings, like, the weirdest and costly ideas. It's like... She puts this out on purpose. Yeah. Hey, here's a mouse that you could buy that is a standard retro mouse that's $5,000. But some of the items are under $100, like an ashtray set made by Seth Rogen. That's 98 bucks. The over-the-top gifts include a Gucci waist bag holder for $420 and a, okay, this is an agent, prov I don't even know how to say this, provocateur crystal whip, which is a riding crop with a crystal handle for intimate times that will right. run you $380. 
Also, you could buy a solid wood home gym for $4,500. Or you could stay in uh, Lake Como, Italy, and prices available upon the request, which usually means too high for you. Huh. So the full link of the Goop Guide or whatever the hell it is will be up on the blog. You could check it out. The Goop Guide. That sounds uh, so dirty. Goop Gift Guide. Triple G. Uh, Riz, there are some movies that just shouldn't have a sequel, right? Like, if you ask a lot of people, Dumb and Dumber should have never had any sequels, even including the one that had Jim Carrey and and whatever his name is. Caddyshack should never have had a okay, sequel. Okay, perfect. Caddyshack. Some people are saying the upcoming Christmas Story sequel. That shouldn't be ex- in existence. Uh, I saw the trailer for that. It looks funny. Uh, I... I, I... It looks funny. If you go into it going, this is going to suck, you're probably going to be pleasantly surprised. But if you go in going, man, I hope this has the same exact feels as the regular Christmas story, you are going to be disappointed. Uh, I don't know. know. Maybe it's one of these family movies that we'll all gather around. It's going to be a cheesy family Christmas movie. Because it's basically the same characters and everything as modern day, right? Correct. The mom. So it'd be fun to see what they're up to now. It's a different mom. Is the other mom dead? Deceased? Oh, really? But she plays... It's Ralphie's mom. Ralphie's mom, but it's a different mom. Oh, man. It's the woman from Airplane. The oh, woman she's from funny. Airplane. Yeah. The woman from the movie Airplane. Who was in a whole bunch of 80s movies. Yeah, she was in a lot of... If you saw her face, you'd know. Okay. But that's the woman who plays Ralphie's mom now, not uh, the original. If it, I'm trying to think if it's the same woman. Yeah, she was in that movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh... God, what was it called? When he was was the big guy and then he lost all the weight. What the hell was that? Just Friends. She was the girl's mom in Just Friends. She's got a real weird voice in everything (laughs) she does. Yeah, exactly. Hi, Janice. What's her name? Uh, Her name is Julie Haggerty. Haggerty. That's it. Uh, So, okay. I I say this because there is a movie that could have a sequel. Or at least one of the stars says he has an idea for the sequel. But another one of the main stars says no because it's such a good movie. He says, I don't want to tarnish it. And I'm talking about the movie Dodgeball. Oh, that's not do a sequel to that. So Justin Long says that Vince Vaughn has been thinking about a sequel. And he said, I've just been around Vince a lot. And Vince has been telling me this is a great idea for a sequel. It said that Justin Long, Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller all starred in the 2004 movie, which I can't believe it's been that long. And said, I don't know if ben, uh, Vince has pitched it to Ben yet, but I kind of like the the pitch of it all. I really enjoy it. So they're going to do a dodgeball too? Yep. And Justin said, it's very risky. You just don't want to ish on the original. You want something just as good. So I think that Ben is a little wary of that, of trying to recreate something that is very specific to that time. But I hope he comes around and we do it. Let's look at Zoolander too. Yikes. Yeah, it's one of those things with dodgeball. Like if you told me there was dodgeball too, I wouldn't argue. I would have thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I, was, I probably saw it and liked it. You know what I mean? It's one yeah. of those where I, I kind of assumed there already was one. No, no, mm-hmm. that's it. They just left it left it where it was. Yeah. Huh. It's a masterpiece. You don't want to... Masterpiece, yes. Yeah. No, I think... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, it could be fun. You don't want Vince Vaughn playing that character too many times. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, he's already done it 8,000 too many times. You sarcastic tall guy? <laughs> no. Nope. Hey, Riz, have you seen any of the Equalizer movies with Denzel Washington? Uh, No. Okay, so they're, first off, they're awesome. I think you would actually really like them. Uh, second off, the Equalizer 3 set, uh, unfortunately, it's delayed, and, and they're going to have to push back the movie a little bit. It's not because anybody got sick. It's not because Denzel got injured or a stuntman got injured. It's that uh, 
Some people were arrested for possession of cocaine, 120 grams of cocaine to be specific. Cocaine? They were placed under house arrest. A third caterer was caught with a small amount of coke and had his driver's license revoked. Okay. These are all caterers working on the Italian set of Denzel Washington's new movie, Equalizer 3. Wow. Now, don't worry, the movie's not due out till September of next year, but they're saying that production. So the caterers were caught with cocaine. If had Equalizer can get three, out of mine. if Equalizer can get three, Dodgeball can get two. It's not a mine. <laughs> uh, ABC has a new prank show that I think is awesome. This is a great idea. It's basically Shark Tank meets Punked. It's called the Prank Panel, and the panel consists of Johnny Knoxville, Eric Andre, and uh, Gabourey Sidibe. And each week, they hear pitches from people who want to pull off a prank on somebody. If they like the pitch, they then help pull off the prank. Gabourey Sidibe. Huh. Wow. I don't know from Precious. I don't, I don't know why. She's, she's in the a, mix. Maybe Where she's a she famous prankster. Uh, I don't know. The show will feature a mix of celebrities and everyday people and will go behind the scenes as the pranks are being constructed as well. Okay. Isn't that a great idea? I think it's a super cool right, idea. Yeah, Eric Andre, Johnny Knoxville, Wait, Gabriel, Where Sidibe. is this? Is this an MTV show? ABC. Whoa. Okay. ABC. Big network. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so I find, I find this stuff fascinating. Cosmo went behind the scenes of The Voice and came up with some interesting facts that you as a watcher, as somebody that just knows about the show, probably did I not know. I know of the show, yes. The coach's chair, when they hit the button and it goes, and turns around, nope. They hit the button and the chair just silently turns. All those noises, those are put in post-production. Once contestants are on a team, they lose all rights to pick songs. They can make suggestions, but the coaches have the final say in what song they're mm. singing. Contestants are not paid, but they do receive uh, money to cover living expenses, and catering is pretty sweet on the set. There's a Starbucks there, and they get access to that. How come that's not considered pay? Because it's like it's a uh, per diem. Yeah, because yeah, here's 50 bucks for the day. Or whatever it is. Uh, contestants sign a contract agreeing that they might be edited in a way that, quote, may be disparaging, defamatory, embarrassing, and may expose me to public ridicule, humiliation, and condemnation. When this first started, they, whatever. Uh, they had asked me to do that, and there was some there was some more stuff. You're probably going to get to it. There's all sorts of stuff you're signing away that's not From the voice? attractive. Yeah. Well, contestants are at the mercy of their coach's schedule. Season one contestant Vicky Martinez says that she waited for CeeLo to show up so she could rehearse and record her song. And he didn't even get on set until 3 a.m. And she was there at 7 p.m. Yeah, and listen, it, it may be the thing that breaks you into it. And if that's if that's your route, then great. That's your route. But uh, it's not it's not great for some people. Says here, so after being eliminated, and we know all about this, after being eliminated, there is almost zero time. Your things are waiting for you, and it is. You're eliminated. There's the bus. Goodbye. But it says on their way out of the building, they are counseled by a mental health professional. No. Ah. Yeah, and we were uh, done with Beach Shazam. They basically said, "Here's your stuff. Get out." Yeah, it's the same thing. You got to realize that you're not that they're not you're you're not there for them to help your career or your art or any of that stuff. You are there to try to get them to edit something quick and out so mm -hmm. they can get ratings for a television show. And finally, the last thing here, it says like you know, by the way, it looks at it like families and the contestants are all kicking it with Carson Daly. Like, they're just having a great time. Well, what you may not realize, but he also works on the Today Show, which is in New York, and The Voice is filmed in L.A. Mm -hmm. They say he flies in in the morning, and fly, or flies in in the afternoon, and flies out well, early evening. Do you remember when wow. we were on Beach Shazam, we just hung out with Jamie Foxx all day? Yeah, we were yeah, just yeah, kicking yeah. it. You guys just like, you You were doing chopsticks. You were the top of the uh, the piano. He was Dude, the bottom, out, right? We hung out all day. All day long. <laughs> we, went, we went out that night. Yep. Uh, 
He's the godfather of one of your kids. Now. Yeah, yeah. So that's how close we got. I still think one of my favorite things about the whole show was we, we were see, we saw him once. We were try, we were trying to get we were trying to get out because like our flight was about to leave. Like we were trying to figure out how we were going to get to the airport in time, and they had to wait until the episode filmed and was like wrapped up, so then we could go and fill out the paperwork and everything. And I remember Jamie Fox out of nowhere just sat down at a piano and started playing and singing to the crowd, and the producers backstage were like, "Here we go again," and they said he did it for an hour the day before. Hmm. Or like the, the season before. The did it for an hour. The yeah, they did it this, an hour. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to be late for our flight. We're not getting out of LA. There's Dude, no so way. Remember in your guys' experience, imagine being like a singer that's like trying to like, you know, has an act, is really good at this. And then you get there and you're at the mercy of all their decisions. Oh, that's, yeah. That's what happened to Columbus. Remember, Columbus has an act uh-huh. and has a whole thing. And he went to America's Got Talent to present his thing. And right before he was about to do it, they said, no, you can't do any of those songs. You have to do... Old McDonald. Yeah, and he, <laughs> that's why he went out there and did that because that, that wasn't right. a part of his act. Crazy. Hey, well, the, the worst part of the whole thing was the, the, the production company that flew us out there flew us on the cheapest flight in the world. Like, didn't even fly us to, to St. Louis. They flew us to Chicago overnight. Oof. Yeah, our flight was at 11.50 p.m. 11.50 or 11.30. It was 11 o'clock at night, and we landed in Chicago at like... 4 a.m. Yeah, 11 o'clock West Coast time. Yeah, we, yeah, got yeah. Into Chicago. we got into Chicago at 4 or 5. I was home in time to walk the kids to the to the bus stop. Yeah, we. I remember listening to you guys he, in the studio yeah. as I was driving home. Man. Uh, Disney, we got another one of these things where somebody claims that somebody else stole their song. So Disney's being sued over this Frozen 2 song, Some Things Never Changed. So a musician named Daniel Grigson says they copied a song he recorded back in 2001 called That Girl. No idea why this dude waited until now to say this, but he claims his his 11-year-old daughter even said, quote, Daddy, Disney took your song. So when you play this audio, you're going to hear his song first, and then it's going to cut, and you're going to hear the Disney song. Okay, here's, uh, what's the guy's name? Daniel Grigson. Okay, Daniel Grigson. Some people never change on a different mask. Don't get contacts, but inside this okay. still the same. Daniel Grigson. Some people never change. Has the same beat, rhythm, feel, theme, words, and Disney. You need to fork over the profits and stop using that song. Okay. Good luck there, Daniel Grigson. Uh, Some new trailers for you to check out on the blog right now. There is a new trailer for Avatar Way of the Water, or Way of Water. Uh, That movie comes out December 16th. Also, uh, a new uh, trailer for Spirited. Which, by the way, now we get a little bit more, and we understand what oh, the concept with, is. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and, and Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Will Ferrell is the ghost. Ryan Reynolds is the guy. Will Ferrell comes and visited visits Ryan Reynolds to show him the way. And instead of Ryan Reynolds going and going, oh man, I got to be better. Ryan Reynolds flips it and teaches the ghost things. Uh, okay. So the ghost is the one learning the lessons. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, John Patrico's here. Yeah, there he is. Hey, John. How's it going? Getting all set up? Getting all set up Getting all set up, plugging in. You know. Doing it. Doing it. Buckle up. Guys, buckle up. Buckle up. John's here. That's right. 
Uh, Riz, that singer that sings songs like Hello and Some on the Other Side or whatever the hell that song is. What's her name? Super famous British uh, singer. The song is Hello. Hello, that's what I said. And it's Adele. Okay. Go ahead and play that audio that I got in there. That says Adele? Mm-hmm. Hi Adele, I'm Annie, and I'm from London. Love that. She said my name perfectly. Yeah. He came and asked me how I say my Adele. name, and I was like, Adele. How was she mine? was like, Adele. Did I do it? Adele? Adele. Adele. What? It's Adele. They say here, it's more like Adele. U-H-D-A-L-E. That's how she wants you to say her name. Adele. Adele? Adele? Yep. Thank you, Adele. I'm going to say it the exact Adele. way I've said it for a while. Uh, now that Halloween is over, there is, and I've seen it a lot more now than I have in the past, there is a lot more arguments about when can you start listening to Christmas music. So Mariah Carey was dressed as a witch, and on November 1st, she posted a video of her transforming into the Santa baby outfit. Cool. But people are still saying it's too early. It's a hot topic. But now we have the answer from the guy. I'm not talking about Santa Claus. I'm talking about the guy the founder, the main guy from Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> and he te- he will tell us when... He when tells us when you can to- listen to Christmas music. I've been waiting for this. Uh, I'm okay with it because I went into Lowe's yesterday and it seems that every year people start kind of prepping for Christmas a little bit earlier and earlier. If you and I are having this conversation around the 4th of July, I'm going to say that's it's too early. Stop it. It's cold out you know, up here in Pennsylvania. I live on top of a mountain. You know, the leaves are changing. I'm okay with it. Okay. Well, that's so okay. That. Yes. Guys, you are now cleared to listen to Christmas music. Yep. No. I already, uh, no. my goal is to start putting Christmas stuff up by November, or on November 1st. And so I have one Christmas tree up. But that's it so far. Are you serious? Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm going to enjoy it this year. I want two months of it. You put your Christmas tree up? Yeah. Like full on ornaments and yeah, everything? Yeah, everything. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, I'm ready. No, not That's no, even crazy for me, and I'm Mr. Christmas. <laughs> no, John, when, no. when are we doing it? Day after, day after Thanksgiving? Yes. I'll, I'll probably put my tree up depending on my schedule. If I like, if I if I have my kids, it'll go up the weekend after Thanksgiving. If I have my kids the weekend before, that's when it'll go up. So we're staying here this year for Christmas. So that means I should get a real tree again. I'm going Whoa. real tree. Oh, really? He also owns a fake yourself? tree, by the way. He owns a fake tree. Yeah, I do own a fake tree. I like the real tree. Why? What's the What's the difference? Not nuts. I'll smell. I don't know. I, you can buy stuff to make I don't know. I don't know fake why. Fake smell, too. Uh, I don't know why I like having foliage in the house. Are you the <laughs> person that goes out, cuts it down, brings it? Are you a lot guy? No, I'll go out of the lot. Like uh, the Boy yeah. Scouts, you know, they have the tree lot. Yeah. Uh, a couple more things here. Uh, Weird Al met Kurt Cobain for the first time in person a few months after uh, they released Smells Like Nirvana, after mm-hmm. Weird Al released it. And he ran into him at a restaurant in L.A. And Weird Al said he went over to him very, very, like, nervous. And he said, hey, Kurt, I, I want to thank you uh, over and over again for letting me do Smells Like Nirvana. Uh, I-, I feel obligated to do any favor that you want. And Kurt Cobain immediately shook his hand. Or at least that's what Weird Al thought was going to happen. He extended his hand for the handshake and went, "Polish my nails, more even." I don't know why I thought that was such a funny that's story. Kurt Cobain said to Kurt Weird Al, Cobain goes, "Polish awesome. my nails, more even." Okay. So there's that. Okay, now to this list. Recently, there's been a list going around that people have been naming their favorite rock trios of all time. Somebody compiled all the data that was on this Reddit thread, and obviously, this is nothing official. But let's see how many you fellas can knock out. Okay. We'll, so we'll say Nirvana. 
Nirvana is number six on this list. Okay, we'll say the police. The police is number five on this list. What's, 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 the, what's the list called? Rock trio. Top uh, three, top, top rock, three. rock trio. Cream. Cream is number three. Mm. Uh, Other groups. Police is number one, right? Is that what you said? Five. No, five. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. First number first one was number one by... I mean, so much, man. Like, like uh, it wasn't even... Number two wasn't even on the same planet as number Crosby, one. Crosby, Stills, and Nash? No. Are they counting, like, Blink-182 and, like... Blink-182 oh. is one of the... Uh, I put them down as an honorable mention at number 24. Great call. Is Green Day a three-piece? Green yes, Day was Green number 12. Green Day is three-piece. I mean, not anymore, but... Yeah, I was going to say... Originally. Still still band members, yeah. Ah... Uh, Old, new, oh, everything. In the top ten, it's all classic rock artists. But I put the, some of the more point artists as the honorable. Number mentions. one. What year are we talking? Oh, are we? I don't very, know. very famous still. Very famous. I mean, if they came to town, well, they can't really come to town now. But if they, not Jimi Hendrix experience. Jimi right? Hendrix experience is number two. Okay. And still, number one blew that out of the water. What are we missing? Classic rock band. You would hear it on Casey, not here. I mean, dude, this must be something. Oh, that's a rush. Boom. Oh, oh rush, rush, rush. Oh, we rush. Number one. Right. I mean, dude, Damn I'm it. telling you, by leaps and bounds, it was rush. Oh man. Like personally, I we're talking it, about zeros added on to the difference of votes between one and two. Yeah. yeah, yeah personally, I think the police is number one and rush is uh, close number two. Okay, that's so you're missing four, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Would Muse be on any? Muse of is number sixteen. That's another honorable mention. He said that all top tens are classic. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Who else? Anybody still touring? Ah, uh, yeah. Really? So number 10 is Grand Funk, Grand Funk Railroad. Okay. I didn't know it was three pieces. Number nine is Genesis. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't realize it, I didn't realize it was a three piece. I didn't piece. know. I always picture a whole bunch of guys. Number eight is Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Okay. Number seven is Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble. I never would have gotten that. Yeah, never. Number four. Credence? It was Credence a three-piece? Number four. Uh, or more. None of us, I mean, we probably could be in the band, but none of us really have the facial hair to be in the band. The band. Oh, ZZ Top. ZZ Top uh, is number four. Uh, the, that's the top oh. ten. So the other point, God, point artist, honorable mentions. What's wrong with us? Beastie Boys, number 15. Where were you on that one? Primus, number sleeping. 17. Sleeping, again. Sleeping. <laughs> Sublime, number sleeping. 23. Sleeping. Where were we on that one? Sleeping. <laughs> and Chevelle at number 30. Chevelle. Okay. Uh, I thought that was pretty right. interesting. But you can see the full list. Or you can see the link to it all on the blog right now, 1057thepoint.com. What about best two pieces? <laughs> Simon um, and Garfunkel. Man, I don't know. Don't get me started there. Local H. Oh, yeah. Local H. Yeah. Black Keys. Royal Blood. 21 Pilots. Yeah. Uh, we played we played with a two piece that was pretty good, but not nice. Is President of the United States of America three piece? Yeah, that's three yeah, piece. Yeah, three piece. Three piece. How is how are they not mentioned? Yeah, they're eleven. Huh? Were there a three piece? Yeah, I yeah. believe no, no, no. so. There are three piece with like five strings and <laughs> yeah, oh, two I have drums, very few strings. drum pieces or something. Twelve. I've got the twelve best two piece bands of all time. I think Ben Folds Five is a three piece too. Oh yeah, that's. That's a top tenner. Their number one, I kind of agree with here. Best two piece? Yeah. White Stripes. Oh, I stripes. Oh, yes. White Stripes, Daft Punk, uh, oh, yeah. Black Keys, Simon and Garfunkel, Chemical Brothers, 
Pet Shop Boys, Fly to the Concord. Pet Shop Boys. You know who their number 10 is? Outcast. Oh, uh, it's interesting. Great. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Kendall Jenner is 27. Colin Kaepernick is 35. The Machine, Burt Kreischer, is 50. Drago from Rocky IV and the Red Scorpion, Dolph Lundgren, is 65. Former New York's giant quarterback, now broadcaster Phil Simms, is 67. Steven Spielberg's wife. You know her as the annoying, screaming blonde Willie Scott in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Kate Capshaw is 69. Comedian Dennis Miller turns 69. Roseanne Barr is 70. Hollywood Squares announcer Shadow Stevens is 75. And the guy who lost the race for the White House to George Bush the Elder in 1988 after he was photographed wearing an army helmet and riding a tank. Does anybody remember his name? Do you remember this, John? Yeah, but I can't think of who it Look up the picture. Mm -hmm. This this one picture <laughs> this pretty one, much lost him the election. Yeah, yeah. It was his Howard uh Howard Dean. Yeah! Michael Dukakis. Okay. Is 89 years old. Fa super famous picture. Oh yeah. He he because he looks really silly. <laughs> oh, we no. can't possibly he's like this man. Look how he looks in a helmet. He's driving a tank. <laughs> and so and he's got that I'm a man driving a tank smile. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Wow, I'd vote for him. <laughs> it's the strap under the lip is what really does it there. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that amazing that that's what could end the race for I just also, I just also love this, too. And the guy behind the machine gun, he's hiding. Like, I don't want to be seen. I, mean, I think that's the sole reason the guy lost, but that was a, that was a big part of it. Yeah, the campaign ad against him has a, that picture that says, America can't afford this risk. I mean, it's it's one of those things where that might not have lost him the election, but it, it sure as hell didn't help. Yeah, It was his Howard Dean moment, man. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Buffy Davis. And today's birthday girl has been in 193 fine films, including Attack of the Monster Memories, Big Melons 4, 8, 29, and 32, Boobs, Butts, and Bloopers 1. She was in the classic Genital Hospital, <laughs> In Search of the Wild Beaver, The Lust Potion of Dr. F, Return to Sex Fifth Avenue, and who could forget her role? In 1986's Rambone Meets the Double Penetrators. You got it. Whoa. <laughs> Classic. Is that a three-piece? Classic. Well, hey, Riz, uh, we were talking about three pieces and two pieces, and 2004 emailed and said, Kate Upton has a nice two-piece. So. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> 2004, for sure. Uh, Buffy Davis is 56 years old. That's your birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on Celebrities. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with some of your emails. John Patrico's here. We've got the... Crisis freak of the week. Oh, by the way, I do have a total for our October Kids Rock Cancer campaign. How much money we raised? And it is, John, bring a tear to your eye. Quite impressive. Quite impressive. A big thanks to uh, all the Ray Show and Point listeners out there for so generous, as always. Hey, it's Moon here, and winter weather is right around the corner, so now's the perfect time for you to make plans to get your family's vehicles over to my good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers for new tires and for pre-winter auto service and repairs. You know, Dobbs is a locally owned and family-owned company, and they have been since they first opened their doors all the way back in 1976. That's impressive, and it's important to me, and I hope it means something good to you, too. Now at Dobbs to the end of the month, at all 42 Dobbs locations, you can get spectacular deals on new tires. I'm talking about major deals on great tire brands, including savings of up to $225 on a new set of Goodyear tires, plus $70 rebate deals on new sets of Michelin, BF Goodrich, 
Continental, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com for complete details. And be sure to count on the Dobbs team of professional service associates to winterize your vehicle before the cold and snow, before the ice. Remember, no matter what you drive, car, light truck, van, SUV, CUV, hybrid, or EV, the experienced service technicians at Dobbs have what it takes. Experience, technology, and state-of-the-art diagnostics to serve your vehicle right. Click on GoToDobbs.com for info on all of Dobbs' great pre-winter deals on new tires, expert auto service, and while you're at GoToDobbs.com, request an appointment for tires, auto service, at any of the Dobbs' 42 stores. That's right, 42 stores. Conveniently located all over town. Dobbs, locally owned and family-owned since 1976. GoToDobbs.com and get ready for winter driving today. If you are suffering from facial pain, drainage, pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to take control. It's time to figure out what's going on with you. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. With their balloon sinus dilation procedure, it's easier than going to the dentist and it's proven to be as effective as traditional sinus surgery. Not to mention that traditional surgery, it's very painful. Take control. 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF or stlsinuscenter.com. Don't be complacent. Make the call. Make a change because there's an option for you. Feel better and have a better quality of life. Nobody has better listeners. Not not another radio show, not another radio station. Just no, so generous. Zero people. So the exact to the dollar total is still being finalized, but we are happy to share that this year's Riz Show fundraiser for Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer is coming in at over $50,000. Unbelievable, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $50, $
Thanks again. All right, let's get to some of your emails. Show at 1057thepoint.com. And it's all brought to you by Scrapmart Metals Recycling. Clean, safe, and easy metal recycling. Scrapmartmetals.com. Dad, you're a golfer. Mm-hmm. Listen up here and, and try and put yourself in this scenario and, and how you feel about it, okay? Okay. <laughs> a lady emails in and says that her husband is in a predicament with his best friend for over 30 years. Long time friend. It's a long time to have a predicament. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His best friend now lives in North Carolina, but comes home every year for a golf tournament. During a past golf tournament, my husband's best friend gave him a putter to quote hold on to. Not just any putter, but a Titleist Spider putter. Oh my goodness! I'm imagining. Not just any putter. My husband's best friend goes back to North Carolina, and not another word is spoken or questioned regarding the putter. Mm. Over the course of the next year. My husband decided to trade the hold-on-to putter. During this year's golf tournament, my husband's best friend asked, Hey, you got that putter? And my husband admitted to trading it in, but offered to see if the golf store may still have it. My husband, knowing good and well that they do not have that putter anymore. A month goes by after the tournament, my husband's best friend, who's now back in North Carolina, texts the husband again saying, Hey, did you find that putter? What does my husband say? Does he admit that the putter is gone and, and offered him money to replace it? Does he say tough luck? What's the question? What do you here? guys think? Who is the a-hole? The Indian giver or the bad communicator? Indian giver. Ooh, not the Whoa, preferred not nomenclature. The nomenclature. Yeah, don't say giver. And, uh, uh, your I mean, husband owes your the guy's his body asking a for putter. his putter back. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's jacked. There's, if there's I say no. to you, Dad, hey, do me a favor. I'm rolling out. Will you hold this hold cup for me to. and you sell it to Moon? That's on you for being a jerk. Well, yeah. You owe this guy a putter. He said, hold on to it. He didn't say, here, it's yours. And it's not like it's been 20 years. It's been not even a year. Yeah. And he, and wow. I read this email and was shocked. He knowing he comes back for this particular golf tournament. Yeah, and then he lied about it. And was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll... I'll check and see if they still got it there. they still have it. What are you, out of your mind? I mean, yeah. this guy knows he's wrong and he just can't figure out how to get how out of this. Is, is it Titleist Spider Putter? Titleist Spider Putter. Yeah, I just, I saw, they're pretty common, and I mean, they're on the web. Oh, God. Just order that way. Oh, uh, I'm going to oh, come over there and take a Titleist to the side of your face. That's a $200. It's a spider right there. It's 200 bucks? Yeah, 200 bucks. Yeah, regardless, if it was 40 bucks. You know, I don't care. You somebody... buy him a new putter. You buy him a new putter. Yeah, and mm-hmm. say, you know what? I got rid of that one. I'm sorry, but, you know, here's... Why Why would you even sell his putter? Because you're a moron. Because yeah, you're, you're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, so, I mean, I'm sorry you can't trust me anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Here's your money back. That's like me saying, okay, perfect example. What if it was okay. like, I'm assuming hey, it was like cut your, the length and your all this kind of crap too? Your bandmate, Johnny Venus. Uh, I mean, we're talking. It was Hell a, of a golfer. It was a year Hell and a half a ago. Hey, it was a year and a half ago, and he asked to borrow a speaker. He said, hey, man, can I borrow a speaker? I got this really small thing that we're doing. Literally, all we need is a microphone. Can I borrow the speaker? And I said, yep, here you go. And he goes, I will get this right back to you. Don't worry. And I go, hey, man, I go, this is like my additional, additional, additional speaker. Yeah. No rushing getting it back to me. Whenever you can get it back, you can get it back. And he sold it in that's under like six him, hours. That's like him selling that. <laughs> and then me going, hey, man, you got that speaker? And him going, oh, I'm sorry, dude, I sold it. I see, so like, I still got it. I'm in the process of moving. I don't have room for this speaker. So can you hold on to it until I get my own place and get a bigger place? And then, and then he, he sells it. Himself. I mean, there's no discussion in this whole I don't, now. yeah, this I don't get it. Me. Next. Okay. Wow. Uh, I used to not. Well, nothing, all, nothing more to discuss. I know. We all agree. <laughs> yeah. Agree. Wow. Even John agrees with everybody. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah. I, I feel weird. Hell has frozen over. They all right. yelled at the, the same guy. over. I feel strange. Uh, I used to not really listen to the rewinds much, mainly because I've listened from the beginning of the show, and there is not a show I haven't missed. 
Uh, there's not a show I've missed. However, since Jeff's passing, it's been really nice to get to hear him a few hours the last time that you guys have played Rewinds. I guess what I'm really trying to say is take as many days off as you'd like. I will be off the 14th, yeah. so you get another Rewind then. <laughs> there's that. Tight. What's the 14th? That's well, or the, what's the 13th? We're coming KC. back from Kansas City. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. going to be a hell of a trip. You, you want to come back on Sunday? Listen, man, I'm going to do whatever you tell I'm me gonna to. I'm going to be in the bag. Uh, I need well, to sleep it off. Whatever you tell me to, <laughs> Drill Sergeant. Yeah, the best was when we were discussing, like, travel and all that stuff. And, you know, uh, the the boss goes, yeah, we'll, we'll come back on Monday. And I said, I just, cat, dude, moon cash. I just said, well, what about, like, uh, after the game, if we just want to cut? He goes, you could drive yourself. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's what they said last <laughs> well, time. Said that. Some of no, the did. boss, he the goes, you could drive yourself. I, well, I want to okay. remember last year staying another day. I was having such a good time. You sure did. You, re- you really did. stay. You you were having so much fun the whole day. The whole day, Riz. You said to me, you said to Moon, you said to Scott, do not let me stay. I don't care yeah, what I say. Yeah. All, do not let me stay. All day. The whole day. We are we are literally walking out of the stadium, and we go, all right, we're going to take off. And you went, I think I'm going to stick around. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, no, 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 no. What about the, what, what about the, the, the previous thing that you established, you know, the rule. And you're like, no, 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 somebody's got to take me to Kansas. I want to touch the Kansas side. Yeah, yeah. So you made somebody drive you to Kansas so you could put your foot in it and say, I've been to Kansas. Yeah, well, it counts. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and th- that truly was it. <clears throat> yeah, I wanted were. to keep the party going, John. And that you did. What's wrong with that? Nothing. And I did. <laughs> I did. I said, I'll find my way back to St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. Straight highway all the way there. Yep. Easy. Well, they took the, I mean, we had the RV last year and they took the RV home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll figure it out. I'll get you'll, get, home, hey, you'll get home. I'm here, man. I'm, I made it. I made it back. <laughs> yeah, everything worked out. All good. <laughs> Party this time poopers, you, they just didn't want to have fun. Huh? No, nah, I wanted to sleep in my bed, man. I slept in the RV the night before in the freezing cold with a jacket on my legs as my only form of uh, of uh, of Warm. cover because somebody in the middle of the night got up because they were too hot. Riz. Remember you got up in the middle of the night oh. and turned off the turned down the That's not true. I didn't turn anything down. Somebody turned off the heater in your. Yes, they sure did. I didn't. I didn't. I yeah. swear to God, I didn't. No, it was you, Riz. No, it wasn't, I didn't turn anything off. It just it, happened to be cold in that room. And that, in the. I didn't turn anything off. I. That is not 100% not true. I did not turn any heat off. You did seem ill prepared, though. You didn't have a sleeping bag. I didn't nothing. turn anything off. I said. I was hot, so I slept outside the cover. Oh, okay. The only thing. So then that's it. I didn't turn anything off. I am a douchebag. Not Whoa. that. Douchebag. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't freeze anybody out. This sounds you could like catch it was pneumonia. A fun deal. <laughs> it was. I just remember it, really it was, was so damn cold. I don't feel like sleeping in a Lowe's parking lot either. Hmm. We had to do that last year. Remember? Uh, yeah, next. I uh, was wondering, after listening to the Rewind yesterday, did you guys ever get in contact with the Blue Stanley Cup champions tattoo guy? Did he get it updated or fixed to say 2019? Oh, okay. man, I don't know. Okay, what year was that? 15. 2015, yeah. Okay, so we had somebody, well, somebody volunteered to get a Blues Stanley Cup champion 2015 tattoo. Now, During remember, the playoffs, it was like now, first round of playoffs. Right, it was the first round of the <laughs> postseason. And remember, and we got we to gotta make sure, we did not give this guy anything to get the tattoo. We did nothing. We just said we will pay. We didn't even pay. We have a tattoo guy who will do this on you for free. 
That's where it was. It's not like we said, hey, man, we'll give you $500 if you get it done. <laughs> it was, hey, man, you get a free tattoo if you want to get this done. From, like, an incredible artist. And he did it, and it went viral quickly, <laughs> very quickly. This was, like, one of the first times that, like, remember? I mean, Something I think it was, like. we did went viral. Yeah, and it, and it went viral quickly. And then the guy started getting a bunch of hell. And remember, he reached out and was like, hey, man, I'm getting a lot of crap from people. And we were like. Of course you are. They lost. <laughs> That's why it's a big deal. Yeah. That's why it was a big deal when we talked about it before you did it. Yeah. We, That's on you. Yeah. The, the idea behind the whole thing was, hey, get this tattoo. And if they don't win, you're going to get a bunch of hell for it. What's amazing is somebody did say within that first few months of him getting crap and, and after the Blues got knocked out, they said, well... This guy's just going to be hoping and praying that they win it in 2019 so he can maybe just close just line. close the five yep. and make it legit. I don't know what happened. He should have done it. I don't know what happened either. I haven't, I haven't heard from we're that guy also, in a very long time. You're blamed for jinxing, for yeah, jinxing we, the Blues. We did get blamed. <laughs> Which, is fine. Which is fine. Yeah, we got blamed for that. We also got blamed for the Cardinals losing the World Series to the to the Red Sox because I had a beard. Uh, and, Reynolds. Fine. Hmm. Next. Uh, I heard you guys talk about the "Am I the a hole?" where the husband wakes uh, the wife uh, or makes the wife control the snooze alarm. The alarm's on her size. The snooze alarm goes off a bunch. Yeah, this story. So the 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 wife. I, I heard you guys gets this up at a certain time, but the husband's such a she's baby. an idiot. Oh, you know. Nice. I mean, it's your job to get up. I'm not getting you up. I mean, you know. I so mean, you're the, the, oh, he's, you're saying that she shouldn't be responsible. No, she, I don't know why you idiot. said she's an she's idiot, an idiot well, for, for not telling it. the husband. Okay, yeah, she, for doing it. Well, I mean, it's, it I mean, like put a the alarm wife, clock okay. over on your side. You, you know, we all make up. sacrifices. That's fine. You know, why would <laughs> you would even John. be responsible for that? I think I think you're right there. I don't know if calling her an idiot is. Well, why would she just? She's a baby. down to this. Okay. Yeah. So here is what this guy says. Uh, he's asking that uh, he recalls King Scott saying that he snoozes multiple times in the morning. How does his wife feel about that? Does she wake up? No. Most of the time she doesn't, but she gets up pretty soon after me anyways. Uh, but, yeah, it doesn't always wake her up, which is nice. I have never snoozed ever. Neither have I. When the alarm rings, I'm up. That's what men it's do. It's so it. funny. I can't. I can't imagine a time that I remember my dad. Yet another man metric. setting an alarm. Mm -hmm. that's what, John, that's what men do. What is that? Let's I'm, give me nucks. Snooze. Why? Who why wants do you give me some nucks for does, that? Does Come that on. really Boom. help that much? That ten minutes? Does it really? Sure. I heard if you hit, if you hit the snooze, it makes you more tired. I I don't know. That's why I, I just don't. I don't get it. I really don't. Next. I swear upon everything. That when the first announcement of the Battle Hawks name reveal came out a few years back, I heard Riz say Kaka first. Then after he said it on the show, I started hearing it in the coming weeks. Riz, you are a trendsetter. I, I thought I came up with Kaka. I thought I was the first one to do it. Uh, other people said they, they're taking credit for it. I don't listen. I don't know. All I know is even if I was the very first person to say it or do it, I would never take credit for something like that. Why? Because then you face the ridicule of everybody else that says they're the first one. And then you got to listen to all those people go, uh-uh, he wasn't the first one, I was. was. A true first person. Yeah, you're just saying it's not worth it. Right. Y'all have the caca. Good for you. I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. This this is a time it might be worth it though. There was a true first person to Kaka. Yeah, but are you all you're gonna do is argue? Well, even even if you're totally right, people don't care about facts like anymore. <laughs> yeah, but this is uh, something too. If you want to find out who really started it, Riz could take claim today that he created it, and then someone's gonna have proof that <laughs> of who started it. Yeah, proof. Hey, you, you know what? When up. did they announce the Battle Hawks? 
when somebody looked that up, when they announced the name of, and go back to that podcast day and see. Well, mm, breaking it down now. I, for real, think I did it first. I don't remember I don't hearing know if there's, it. I don't August twenty first, two thousand nineteen. I don't remember hearing it before we said it on the show. Um, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. But I'm kind of with Tony on this, that all you're doing is just stepping in my You know what? Dude. The whole thing is, you say you did it first, prove me wrong. That's uh, all you can say. Prove yeah, me wrong. You just invited I just it. remember when oh, we well, first said so this, when, <laughs> the, when the Battle Hawks first were in town and, and the caca thing started, I remember you said, like, hey, I'm pretty sure I, I was the first one in St. Louis to say caca, and we got emails upon emails <laughs> of people like, no, the hell you didn't. <laughs> And I was then like, oh, did? my God. My cousin Terry. Then who did? <laughs> then who did? Yeah, show me that you're first, not me. Because I know your cousin Terry. Yeah, a prolific tweeter and could call it. We have got Riz Show evangelists all over the place. Again, August 21st, 2019. That is when the first Battlehawks name was revealed. It, well, and it depends on what time they did it. If they did it during the show, then I, if I said it that day, if I, if they or it would be the twenty second, the twenty first or twenty second on the twenty first during the show, and I said it, boom, <laughs> it's all yours. August twenty first was a Wednesday. Twenty second was a Thursday. So we were on the air for sure. It's one of those pick your battles things. Is all I'm saying. Just pick your no by, by the way, I'm real not, quick, I'm not gonna listen. Even if. Proof, I did it. Okay, proof, proof. I, it was me. It was me. I did it. I did it. I did it. By I did the it. way, just just a heads up here, uh, the Battle Hawks—they just did the season ticket deposits. Okay, and I saw this online. It's a guy named Mark Cast, who's an XFL CFL podcaster and like a, a, a reporter. He said. New Ticketmaster data as of November 1st shows that the XFL Battlehawks lead the league in season ticket deposits Nice, with over 17,000 season ticket holder deposits. If true, that's amazing. That's, that's incredible. That's if great. true, if true. I, I, I don't know if true, how to verify this. If true. It's almost like we're a sports that's town. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? I think the Crazy. nation is finally realizing that we are a sports If city. that's true, 17,000, that's amazing. It's incredible. I hope it is true because that's going to be a great time. I know they had released the uh, the data for uh, the first incarnation of this XFL with the Battle Hawks. Mm-hmm. And as far as attendance goes, we were by far and away. Now, where's it supposed to be at? The Dome. The Dome. The Dome. The Dome. It is 100% Remember, before, at the Dome. Before the season was canceled, they were going to open up the upper deck for the next game. There were that many people. Yeah. That many yeah. people going to be at the dome. They were going to open up the second level, and then they shut then her on shut down. Her down. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. Uh-huh. One more. Okay, this is at least the third year in a row that Riz has said on the show he is going to give pumpkin pie a real shot. Will somebody <laughs> get this man a pumpkin pie already? You yeah, don't dude. Like pumpkin pie. That's a good point. I never really gave it a shot. There's something um, turned me off about it. I don't know. What? This is the year, though. I even like it. This is the year. Which, that says a lot. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. This is the year, John. Man, it's... it's really? It just does it right. Uh, this is the year. So if I bring say, in a piece... It just does it right. It just does so the moment right. if I bring right. in a piece of pumpkin pie, you'll try it? No. 
Okay. Make sure it's something solid, though. <laughs> on occasion, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to mess up pumpkin pie, but on occasion, sometimes they'll get it a little thin. If I'm going to try uh, it, it's going to be a specific place where I, I I see the whole pie, and I'll have to cut a slice myself. Oh, you don't? What, what don't you trust? It's going to be a whole thing, John. You're going to whip cream it? Oh, I'm going to yeah, whip cream yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah I am. Okay. Whip cream. Well, you don't have to, but. I, I'm going to. I would suggest oh, no, it. that's that's a way to go. Oh, I agree, but. I think he, I'm li- doing it. he would like it without it, too. Oh, I I, I like it either way, but it so just bad. adds something to put a little whipped cream on top of it. So, you know why it's so perfect? Because it's right in the middle. It's like, it's not to this, it's not to that. And I don't it's even know how to, expl- the spot. how to describe pumpkin pie, the taste. I really don't know how to describe that. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, it's one of them well, that I will give you, a you full can't report. really say, oh, yeah, it tastes like, and it don't. It I- has a flavor of its own. John's right. It is pretty unique. And the nice thing is, man, you have like a good size slice and you, you eat it and you go, well, that was lovely. And you don't need any more. Yep. You no, didn't eat too no. much. It's just boom. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> it's the spot. Yeah, you will. How long have you been waiting? 10 years already? You still have four years. Uh huh. Maybe this is the year. Ten years. Thanksgiving. This is the year. Thanks. This is the Thanksgiving. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Usually, you know, at, at whatever Thanksgiving celebration I'm at, there's multiple pies, and I always skip the pumpkin pie. I'll go for the apple pie or the cherry pie. What an idiot, no. right? Jeez. Moron. Oh, he forget. just said yuck. He just made the yuck <laughs> in, a, uh, in a little bit, we'll talk to a Chris Kerber, courtesy of Randall's Wines and Spirits. But after the break, John Patrico and the Craigslist Freak of the Ooh. Week. It's a playoff round. Yeah. Look out now. Nothing special about this round, just a normal playoff round. It's a playoff round. Okay. Freak of the Year playoffs. The bunting is up. It's it's go time. Hey, what's happening? This is Tracy Morgan. I'm a black dude. You're listening to my favorite white guy. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, you bitch. Ah, here we are. There's John. The freaks are ready, and it's time for the Freak of the Year playoffs. Bam! That's right. Last week was the second chance playing round. This is now we're, I mean, now we're officially, officially in the Freak of the Year playoffs. Mm. This is it. So we got three. Three past champions. So this means these freaks have won their first week, and then they won the next week. They were in the playoffs. And now this is Freak of the Year tournament. So we have ads from January and February. Yeah, I think it's like January, February, and maybe June. Yeah, I think we, we threw a June. And by the way, just to let you guys know, and I know people ask us all year, uh, the, the the groupings, like there's this group, the next group, the next group, literally completely random. Yeah, so random. I, pu- I put the papers down on my desk, face down, and I went, this one, this one, and this one. Like, completely yeah, so random. two from January, February, and then one from, uh, from June. Okay. All right. You guys ready to get into it? Winner so go John's home. Absolutely. Gonna, yeah, it's winner go home. Mm-hmm. So John's going to read the ad, and you guys vote for your favorite freak via Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show, and voting will be open when John is done reading the third and final ad. So let's get into it. Craigslist Freak of the Year Playoffs, John Patrico, ad number one. Saw you at the service. Man for woman. 27 years old, Toronto, Canada. I've debated about posting this and finally got some liquid courage and I hope you find this. My grandmother just passed and we laid her to rest Thursday. I noticed you as soon as you walked in. I think you might have been on my dad's side. 
I don't know many people on his side. We aren't very close, so I don't see that side very often. You had a very tight dress on, and it was extremely inappropriate for the occasion. I'm not sure if we're related or not. I'm curious. Family or friend? I honestly don't think it matters. (laughs) I couldn't take my eyes off you. I wanted to talk to you when you were both near the casket, but I got cold feet. I walked up behind you, smelled you, and made a beeline for the bathroom to Joe. (laughs) You seemed upset, and I thought that it would be perfect time to console you, but I chickened out. If you do read this, I'd love to take you to dinner. Even if you are a distant relative, depending on how distant, I would still be interested in meeting up. I'm not expecting anything sexual, but it's not off the table either. Just want to see where this goes. Thanks. Sorry, I'm shy. Uh, That was... So this ad won first time on January the 13th. Cuz Lightyear. (laughs) <laughs> is this ad cuz Lightyear so grandma's funeral he sees you there not sure if you're related or not comes up behind you at the casket smells you and then runs and Joe's I know and let me give that Jeff statement there it is <laughs> there it is I'm curious family or friend I honestly don't think it matters but he does say at the end even if you are a distant relative, depending on how distant, I would still be interested in meeting up. So at least there's that part of it. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think he's going to go for a first cousin. I, I, although, I, I don't know. He don't care. My really? whole thing is, who Joe's at their grandmother's funeral? I, yeah, man. Yeah, that's an issue. I, I don't know. Sorry. I think you could, take every, yeah, you could take everything out of it. Everything out of it, including meeting this gal. Are you my cousin? Are you a friend? Blah, 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 blah. And this ad still is in this position being read at the Freak of the Year finals because he Joe at his grandma's funeral. <laughs> you know, she must have smelled real good. Not shy enough to Joe oh, at the man. funeral home. That is, even, I got goosebumps hearing you say that. That creeped me out. <laughs> Am I right, though? Like, think about, like, even if it was just like, he was like, man, I'm awkward in situations, and it was just that time I decided to Joe at my grandma's funeral. (laughs) I didn't tell nobody, but I have to admit it to you guys. For sure, you're in the fire. Throw in, throw in possibly a relative. Oh, boy. Yep. That's right. This is a contender right here. Now you're cruising (laughs) into the finals. Uh, that's Cuz Lightyear, uh, ad number one. On to ad number two. John, are we ready? Yeah. Here we go. Craig's this Freak of the Year playoffs. Puke. Man for anyone. 47 years old, Toronto, Canada. I don't know how else I can say this other than watching people get sick turns me on a lot. The sound of it, the sight of it, and mostly the smell of it. I know you think I'm disgusting and vile, but at least I'm willing to admit it and own it. There are volumes of movies and pictures dedicated to this online, but yet... I'm the only one talking about it. I don't think so. I want to do this in a safe and clean environment. I will set everything up and make sure everything is neat and sterile. You just have to show up with a full stomach and the ability to get rid of it on command. I have bag, bucket, and bins that we can use. If you prefer to do this in a trash can, that's fine too. If you feel comfortable enough, 
I will lay down, clothe, or naked, and you can empty yourself directly onto me. So hot. <laughs> Send a pic with your reply. Thanks. So hot. So I, hot. You know, I have nothing to say about this guy. Nothing. It's just... Well, I mean, it's a guy that wants to be thrown up on. I, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's all I need to know. Well, <laughs> any questions about uh, this? Zero, no, zero questions. <laughs> no. Zero questions. Not at all. He explains it all. Uh, this was mm. the winner first time back on February the 17th, James Hurl Jones. Great <laughs> name. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. James Hurl Jones. Oh, man. Pretty straightforward. Oh, yeah. I don't really know what else we can look into besides the fact that James Earl Jones describes the name, describes the ad, describes pretty much everything you need to know to vote. Sight, sound, and mostly smell. He says yeah. at the top, I know oh. you think I'm disgusting and vile. Yep. You're yep. right. Yep. Correct. Check mark. But at least okay. I'm willing to admit it and own it. Uh-huh. Which that I makes do respect. Cool, Great man. point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that makes, that makes it all that. better now. Hey, I am who I am. Yeah, okay. And I ain't going to change just because you think I'm yeah, violent. And to, By the way, it's I is who I is. I is who I is. That's right. That's wow. James Earl Jones, ad number two. Mm-hmm. And uh, moving on to our third okay. and final wow. Craigslist Freak of the Year nominee. John, are we ready? Yes. Ad number three coming at you. Get sick for me, man for woman, 43 years old, Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. I know this will turn most of you off, but I've decided to go for it anyway, because you only live once. (laughs) From out of nowhere, I've gotten into watching people throw up, but it'll be even hotter if you throw up for daddy in person. There is something about how innocent and helpless you are when you are booting. I don't mind doing it myself, but I'm ultra turned on watching others do it, especially smoking hot women. If you are over 25 and want to come over and throw up at least a half gallon for Papa, I'll make it worth your while. I am very hung, and you will find that it makes your upset tum-tum feel all better. Are you willing to throw up red wine? In all honesty, it burns a little on the way out, but so satisfying to watch. Don't worry, I won't bite unless you want me to. I have everything you need, including some meds to help with the process. It's going to be so great for me. You know, my only fear here is that these two ads cancel each other out. Oh, no, no. Why is that a fear? No, I guarantee well, you. Well, I want every No, thank God. To have it, you know. Oh, wow. You think one was bad and then the other one just gets This worse. I this to me is worse than than James Hurl Jones. This oh, I was know. the, the oh, yeah. puke of Hurl. <laughs> I mean, puke, 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 oh, puke yeah. of Hurl, puke, puke, puke <laughs> of Hurl. Puke, puke. I mean, this guy goes here. beyond the second guy. He, you know, he takes it a step further. Well, I will tell you, when this ad was originally read back in June, it won the week with 80.8% of the vote. In the playoffs, the next round, it won with 75%. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to 
walk away. This this is oh, the ad. Huh? This is the ad that that I remember specifically. And when he said it again, it still gave me the same exact feeling. Rob, I definitely do not like when he goes. Well, I'm very hung, so that may help your sick tum tum. Mm-hmm. Like what the hell? Speaking to a two-year-old? <laughs> well, it'd be even hotter if you throw up for daddy in person. That's, yeah. that's yeah, really... It's, it's the wording. It's the wording here. It's how he approaches it. Didn't he also at some point use the word booted? <laughs> yeah, when uh, you're booting. Yeah, when you're booting. Yeah. It, 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 uh, between... By the way, this is an all-Canada round. Wow. wow. Thunder yeah, B. Thunder, Thunder B. Thunder B, Ontario. Hey. Uh, the difference between two and three for me, man, is the wording. It's the wording. It's, well, his approach just, and his he wording. went beyond. The, sec- the third guy took it a step further. And that's what, I mean, you were sitting there going, you know, I'm well hung, which, why? you know, you got to sure. throw that in there, you know, and I could supply pills. I mean, oh, he's just mad. He, yeah. He's just going beyond. Where the where second guy is sitting there going, just throw up on me. Well, there are your... There's nothing sexual I heard from the second guy. Third guy over the top. There are your three ads. You've got uh, Cuz Lightyear. That's the guy who Joe at his grandmother's funeral. Correct, yeah. Well, doesn't know if the lady that he talked to and smelled is a relative or not, but it got him so turned on that he then went and Joe at grandma's funeral. And then James Hurl Jones and then the puke of Yeah, we got two puking ads. So you got to pick one to move Uh, on to the next round, John. I know, and it's a shame to eliminate number one because that's sad too. I, I really mean, don't know that, who I'm going to pick right I now. Mean, my yeah, pick's got to be Smart number three. Here. Okay, so you're going to go. It's got to go number three. Girl. I mean, just by how he extended it past number two guy, he went beyond. And John, I'm going to tell you, yeah, that this guy in number one, Jode, in a funeral home I at know, his grandmother's I mean, funeral. To quite possibly a relative. relative. How can I? I can't just pick one. I want to pick at least two. I'm picking number one as a possible contender for Freak of the Year. I don't remember what the other ads are. It's not moving on past I don't think so. The guy, the man. Yeah, but imagine some lonely, you know, incel type of feller or or something. or You know, younger, lonely cat. sick, but he's not freaky. Are you out of your mind? I'm I'm imagining a, a, a... a fairly sad, like lonely cat, who who probably isn't close to this grandmother, who's there, who's just surrounded by a bunch of people, and who knows what he's got going on or doesn't have going on. And yes, it is freaky that he has taken there's this a time opportunity. And place for <laughs> I understand <laughs> what you're saying. You know how there's Moon always says there's, there's no wrong it. way to have there, grief. There's a time so and place, but let's go to number three. Come on now. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. How but can man, you go? With a, you know, he's not a competitor here. I, I, I think they're three, right. Number three is there is a particular fetish, you know, for the throwing up fetish. It's uh, but it's what, quite I, rare, I, except you know, for but there's two It's ads. also quite rare to Joe at your grandmother's funeral. I mean, no, I was, I was making I mean, a joke. There's two ads left. And he sits to a possible relative. But he sits there. This is going to be so good for me. John, this guy, this guy <laughs> doesn't care if it's a relative or not. Put yourself I, in the room. I understand what you're put, saying. Put yourself in the room. Of number one. Okay, so you're at the funeral and, and the, you know, maybe you got a weird cousin Where'd or something. Where'd Mitch that, go? Well, yeah, and you know what? It's not out of the realm of possibility that Mitch is in the bathroom. Joeing. Whatever. You know, I mean. Now, put yourself in the room number three. Where you're laying put, on put, the ground. Put yourself in this room. <laughs> put yourself if in this room. If he's throwing up in this room, I'm going to walk out of the room. <laughs> he's not throwing up. He's telling, he's calling somebody dad. He's saying, he's calling himself daddy and watching somebody else throw up and he's. Excited I mean, by these it. are two awful people. Oh, I mean, and well, number one, I'm not going to judge you. Like anybody. I said, it's, <laughs> this is a guy that's you know he's there, 
And, you know, he sees this gal that's gorgeous <laughs> to him, and he can't help Who himself. Who quite possibly may be a relative. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing. Again, with all of our circles, with all of our circles of friends, Riz, whether it's people that we've worked with, that have worked in this building, that we just know, if you heard that one of them Joe at a funeral home, there are a few people out there where I would go, I'd buy that. I get it. I could see him. I could see them doing it. But if I found out they had a puke fetish and they wanted to be called daddy and have somebody come over and they wanted to smell, hear, and see them throwing up, I'd go, what is wrong with you, man? If if I found out that somebody I knew threw up... Joe at their grandmother's funeral, yeah, think, at the but, funeral home. Get this, I'm sorry. A lot of people are just dragged to by. funerals. But get this guy. He's a lonely kid, lonely guy, and this he is a normal thing for him at home to or do. Or at least probably. go to the car. Do we have an age you on this know, guy? You know, 27. I mean, okay, well, he's, he's not young, young, but he's still young. I'm this sorry, is that's what I'm going with. I'm going with Cuz Lightyear. I don't think you guys are all crazy. I don't think he's a competitor. I don't think he's a competitor. Even after what I just said, I'm still going Cuz Lightyear for the Freak of the Year this round. I don't think he gets out of the, I think he gets out of this round, and I think that's the last we hear from him. But, again, and the thing that really gets me here is the fact that I'm not even looking at the fact that this guy went and Joed. I'm thinking the fact that this guy went and Joed to somebody that he went, she might be a cousin. Let's still do this. Okay, but no, no, he's saying he might, she might be a cousin because he's like, he's just throwing the fences up in, in this email. He's He clearly doesn't know who this person is. No, So it could, it could be any. So go back to this. This at guy, a funeral stop. of my grandma. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm thinking about okay. my grandma's I know, I know, funeral. I know, I know you're hyper-focused on those things, but, but what is he doing? He's seeing a beautiful woman, and he's Joey. Fantasizing. At a funeral home. The other when guy. supposed to be remembering his grandma. Okay, just okay. Stop. I'm saying, <laughs> what is he doing? He sees a beautiful woman he does not know, and he jokes. This guy is feeding you wine and epicac, so you throw, so you yak all over the place. Yeah, but he says, here's what I'm going to do, and then you come over and then you do that. Right. This one is, I just met this chick at my grandma's funeral, and I'm going to go over there and do this. I know, I'm you just, just, down I'm for just, the puke, puke or hurl. Puke or hurl, puke or hurl. Puke, puke. Scott? Yeah, I'm going cuz uh, Lightyear, for sure. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I think He's it's going to be close. Week. I think it's going to be close. I'm just trying to look at the basic principles of what's happening here. I... I not I've, the peripheral no details. More. I'm going to say yeah. no more. I've said enough. He's well hung, though. Don't worry. Uh, thank God. <laughs> Up to you guys. Right. Cuz Lightyear, James Hurl Jones, the puke of Hurl. Vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show, and we'll have the winner tomorrow morning. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Somebody just tweeted me and said, I'm never going to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up after the break, we'll talk to our buddy Chris Kerber, courtesy of Brandon. Yeah. Spirits. No, and I, would, I do want to play with... with uh, Chris, remember we did uh, What's Your Price? Oh, yeah. So I had a couple scenarios. I'll give Chris Carver, and actually John, too. Oh, my dad loved this. Him and my mom did this at the, at the house. What's how your price? Much, how much would you pay would it, for? How much would it cost to get you to do certain scenarios? So I'll give you some scenarios, and I'll give Chris some scenarios. And you name your price. Jay Miller from the Emoji Movie, the star of the Emoji Movie, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk to Chris Kerber. Are you ready? For Chris 
Kerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues. And our weekly chat sponsored by Randall's Wines and Spirits. Good morning, Chris Kerber. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Chris, doing great. Uh, I tell you what, uh, Blue's not doing so great, but it sounds like you and Joey are having a blast in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that I was just telling Scott this. Uh, the, the, I was not the mastermind of this, um, but it, it ended up working out great. Uh, earlier, for those, the fans that don't know this, earlier this year on a, on a flight coming home from Dallas in the preseason, about a three-inch, three-and-a-half-inch, I think it was really a Katie did, but we called it a grasshopper, flew on the plane. And it, it landed on the window shade in the aisle, kind of across from where Joey's seat is, and there were two seats in each row. Mm -hmm. And this thing just flew off that shade and made a dead beeline for Joe, and he jumped, <laughs> nearly knocked Anita, you know, like she had a plate of food, nearly dumped that. I mean, it was and players were texting Joey going, Hey Joey, that didn't look real cool for you, man. Like it was just a bug. And then, and then one of the, one of the like coaches from Springfield that was on the plane, just looked at you, gets up, just picks the bug up off the, off the screen, walks to the front of the plane and throws it out. So somebody found a remote control grasshopper and brought it into the booth. And Oh my goodness. Well, I we put it in between. I have we the put audio it between his iPad. Yeah. Oh, you got the audio. I have the audio. Listen to this. It's a remote control grasshopper that we will, at some point in time tonight, pull out and run it at Joe. And I believe it was Graham Skillet. There he goes. <laughs> oh no! There was a penalty kill. Oh. Right. <laughs> when I catch my breath, I'll explain to you what happened as the puck goes up over the glass. Brian Schulte just brought a remote control grasshopper in, and we just <laughs> ran it towards Joe. <laughs> and he lost it. <laughs> this is, Chris, this is a big, tough Ex hockey player who who jumped fifty feet in the air with a with a with a grasshopper. Listen, he left the booth to go do the intermission video thing, and so we put this. I mean, this is about four inches. It's a fantastic remote control grasshopper. I got to be honest with you. And so he had his iPad propped up, and we put it behind the iPad. Well, when he came back in the booth, he had a small little bowl of snacks, and he put it right where this thing was going to exit. And we're all looking at each other, going, "Oh no." And with about four, and then we're wondering, hell, is the battery going to run out? Because this thing's just sitting there. And then, and then, and, and every time he'd reach to look at something on his iPad, we're like, uh oh, he may find it. Well, about four minutes to go in the period, he removed the bowl, and I then forgot it was there. And and somebody, and I'm I, I'm keeping the name anonymous on purpose, but somebody hit the button, and that thing came out and turned right at Joe, <laughs> and he came. I mean, he came out of his skin. I, I'm going to tell you something, too. He he wasn't right the rest of the game. Like, it, it messed him up. Hilarious. Well, so, again, it's so funny. The irony of just a big, tough hockey player just is, is so scared of a little bug. Everybody's got their kryptonite. Everybody know? does. Everybody well, does. then Joe being, you know, Joe being kind of this, like, Animal Planet, National Geographic kind of, 
you know, hobby guy. He's like, look, I don't any. I, he goes, any exoskeletons? I don't like it. I go, great. Now we got to look birds up. <laughs> exoskeleton. <laughs> we, we just we just turned a practical joke into an educational thing. That's not how these work. <laughs> well, he listen. I saw some people on Twitter giving you guys a hard time for joking around during a uh, during a Blues game. Come on. We chased. The, hey, listen. We chased that guy right off Twitter. I saw that. Like we did. And he actually he actually deleted his account. This guy. And and you know what? And look, people were having fun. The game was a stinker, and I learned a long time ago. Our job is to entertain. You know, and you're going to have some bad games. You're going to have some good games. Uh, this just happened to be one of those timing things. And as you guys, I mean, you guys do an entire radio show where it's all about your personality and letting people into who you are. And that's that's all we did. And so some people on, you know, some people thought that we cared what their opinion was and thought it was unprofessional. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. Here we go. I'm going to have some fun with this one. Well, enough fans jumped on him that uh, that guy changed his Twitter account. Yeah, I saw that. Hey, speaking of personality, before we get to talking about, you know, uh, what the Blues are doing, let's play a little yeah. game called What's Your Price? So, Chris, I'm going to give Ooh, okay. you a scenario. I'm also going to give John Patrico here a scenario. And you have to tell us, well, first write it down and we'll guess how much it's going to cost. How much would it cost okay. for you to do a certain thing? Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'll start with this one. What's your price to tell five couples in the maternity ward that their baby is ugly? So to walk up to five different couples in the maternity ward and say, you have an ugly baby. How much would it cost for you to do that? Uh, Tony, what do you think Chris Kerber's price is? 500 bucks. 100 bucks a couple. Okay. What about John? Fifty bucks, zero dollars. <laughs> He'll do it just because, just because he truly believes their baby is ugly. So you said five hundred bucks for Kerber. Kerber, Correct. how much would it cost for you to tell five couples in the maternity ward that their baby's ugly? All right. In all fairness to the whole process, the first number that popped in my head was hundred bucks a couple. Hundred bucks a couple. All right. Yeah. Oh, dang. All right, Chris. How much would it cost for you to live at a nudist colony for one week? <laughs> To live at a nudist colony for one week. Who's my roommate? <laughs> <laughs> You're by yourself, but you got to participate in, the, in all the, the, what do they do? Yeah, do sand volleyball. Volleyball, shuffleboard. Frog, painting, <laughs> canoeing. They always canoe for some reason. All right, you got your number in your head, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I got my number in my head. All right, yep. Moon, how much will it cost for Chris Kerber? To live in a nudist colony for one week. Um, you know, originally I put a thousand, but then I thought, yeah, he's probably thinking of like living expenses and time off of work. So I'm gonna say twenty five hundred bucks. Twenty five hundred bucks, Chris. No, nah, I think I, I just go. What the hell? For free? <laughs> All, All right. right. All expenses paid. <laughs> All right. Hey, I had, I had. He's gonna pay five grand to go. That's what I had. Five. I grand. gotta. Yeah. I got to assume, though, that we're not doing this in Alaska in the winter, right? Like, we're no, going, you know, like, time. at least your feet. Let's yeah. be reasonable. Right okay, time. good. All right, how much yeah. would it cost for you, Chris? And I'm going to ask Tony, uh, uh, John Petrillo this, too. How much would it cost for you to lick five feet of a railing at Six Flags? <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Uh, lick feet, five straight feet of a railing. It's just run your tongue. Uh, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> King Scott, what, oh, do you think, what, do you, what do you think John's price is? Oh, uh, John's price, it's going to be, I'm going to say $600. <laughs> 600 bucks. 
What do you think Chris is? His, he has a little more uh, Excuse to it me? there. I think he's two grand. Chris, how much? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm at least five grand on that one. <laughs> John? A grand. A grand. Hey, I had a grand for you. <laughs> I was close. Mm-hmm. All right, one final one. <laughs> Chris, what's the price for you to pierce your belly button? <laughs> <laughs> and, John, the same question yeah. to you. What's the, what's the price to pierce your belly button? Now, this is the one that I'm reaching in my pocket right now for. Because if you say the right number. Yeah, we got it on us. We're doing it. <laughs> Call on the piercer. She's waiting outside. Right, what do you think Kerber's price is to pierce his belly button? Five hundred bucks. Ah, five hundred bucks. What I said. Moon says five hundred bucks. Scott. Yeah, I'll go five hundred. Five hundred. Actual retail price, Chris. <laughs> ten grand. Ten. Oh. Ten grand. Oh. You're no fun. Oh. Who in the hell are you? <laughs> I'm no fun. I'm going to the nudist colony for free, With and I'm still riding a sexually frustrated donkey. <laughs> you could have brought. You could have put a bunch of jewelry less with you. For Chris to lick a five feet of a railing at, yeah. wow. at Six Flags. Right, what about yeah, because I could get a shot of penicillin and get the set and get the railing thing fixed. I, I don't need, the, I don't need the body piercing. Need a lot more than penicillin. All right, how about for John, Tony? I would say a grand. One thousand dollars, huh? Yeah, for him. He, he don't have a tattoo. He doesn't have a piercing. He's never had any of that stuff done at all. Moon. I bet you he said five G's. I'm gonna go less. I'm gonna say five hundred bucks. Wow, Scott. You know what? I'll go to seven fifty. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Because he's excited about it. John? hundred bucks. Hunter, get out of here. Oh, oh we got you. it. Come on. Okay, you know what? Hey, Let's fellas. Get it done. I am paying a hundred bucks right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. A hundred bucks? Yeah. I'm in. I, I will drop off a hundred bucks at the radio station tomorrow. <laughs> we need a piece. We need a piercer stat. Yeah, don't, uh, I'll do it myself. Don't ask you. Yeah. Well, I got a lighter. Talking, I, I'm not having you do it. No way. Don't laugh and back out. We'll get a pro. We'll put some more money on it. We'll easily get up two hundred bucks for you. We'll double your 200 price. Two hundred bucks if we bring in a piercer next week. Can we? Can we do that? Two hundred dollars. You know, the boss would have to. I bet you you could get. I get. I bet you a bunch of listeners will donate more. We can make oh, some I good money for charity you. on this. Yeah. The boss would have to yeah. approve it. Approved. He got tattooed on stage. No, no, no. Like, He's yeah. talking about hit my mind. Oh, yes, oh. that's his boss. Yes. Oh. If Marie says yes, two hundred bucks. We'll I'm texting her right now. I'm texting her right now. <laughs> Come on, man, we gotta do Leave this. Her alone. Just, we gotta do I, this. Why did I get myself into this? <laughs> what do you mean? You said hey, you could easily dollars. say no, Dad. Why are we supposed to be talking to Chris Kerber right yeah, now? Hey, Chris oh, Kerber's on the No, that's no, wait, this is much better than our no, five game losing streak. I'm throwing in a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I got a hundred bucks too. Uh, yeah, I'll put twenty on something yeah. dangly. What about them blues? Hey, come something on now. dangly. We'll do something dangly. Uh-huh. Chris, five game losing streak. Uh, Islanders tonight. Islanders have a four game winning streak. Um, how do the Blues snap out of this thing? Well, listen. I know it's a little hard. Big picture, you got to keep it in mind. I, I think this team hasn't really come together as a team yet. And and I think honestly, over the eight games that they've played. I think the schedule's been a little bit quirky. It's led to some inconsistencies, like the amount of play three and four, and then you're not playing, you know, then you're playing two over seven. Like it's been a little weird. But we've seen them have good goaltending already in eight games. We've seen them play some really good hockey in, in what, five out of six periods against the New York, the Edmonton Oilers, a really good team. We've seen the offense, what it could do. And they're still getting a bunch of scoring chances. They're just not bearing it. Their shooting percentage went from 14% in the first three games to 5% over this five-game losing streak. That's, that's not going to be the norm there. 
the penalty killing didn't allow a goal through the first, what, four games of the year. The power, like, there's been enough. You've seen things happen. It just hasn't come together. Mm. I think it's just a little bit, right now, it's just got to be hard work. Dig yourself out of it. And Ken Hitchcock said this all the time, and, and actually Andy Murray did too. So many coaches believe this. And when you're in a slump, you're probably not getting out of that slump till you hit rock bottom. And then you're probably going to lose. The, then, then the last game of the slump is you're probably going to lose a game that you felt you deserved to win. And then you're going to then, then you kind of snap out. This today I think is going to be one of those chip away, get a win, or be a kind of game. I'm looking forward to tonight. But I, I really, I do, I do think this team will be fine. And then you know what? If they're not, Army made it pretty clear he'll do what he needs to do on his end. Did Doug Armstrong come down and talk to the team? He did. Uh, he did just. Um, and how rare is that uh, for a general manager to address the team like this? Uh, it, it's not as rare as you think. Um, Doug's, Doug has done this several times. You know, every, every now and then you need your leadership and, and the boss to come in and kind of right the ship, tighten things up, and and that's what he did. And I think the most important thing that he told the team, and, and this, and he's right, is that. If you guys think that you're waiting for a coaching change and that's going to be the, the what's going to turn this thing around, forget about it. I mean, Craig Berube coached uh, really well in the American League. He's proven he can coach young players. He's proven he can coach players in the National Hockey League better. Guys, he's proven he can make guys better. And and so this coach is going absolutely nowhere. And and I love that aspect of it. I have complete faith in this coach. I have complete faith in this coaching staff. Um, and and frankly. There's just players that have to play better. And I love that line from Keith Kachuk. You want to just play better. And, uh, and you know, there, there's just, there's some, it, that's the, really the bottom line. Some guys just have to actually play better and give a little bit more. So if, so let's say, you know, obviously I, I kind of know the answer here, but somebody that's not very familiar with hockey. So Doug Armstrong comes down. Do the players listen more to Doug Armstrong or do they listen more to Baruby? No, they, they, I mean, the answer to that is they, they, they would clearly listen to both. But, I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, whenever whenever you can start, you know, you're getting into trouble with your brother, right? And, and all of a sudden you can hear the belt coming off of dad. Like, you, you're about to listen no matter what. And so when the general manager comes in and, and he's got some things to say, and yeah. uh, you're, you're going you're gonna to listen to that. You're going to take it to heart. And... And Doug Armstrong is going to be watching. I mean, look, he's he's watching every practice. He's seeing that. Look, I mean, I'll tell you something. You're a young guy on this team. You're a guy that's not performing. It's noticeable when you're one of the first guys off the ice at a practice. Uh, you're somebody that's struggling. It's noticeable if you're not taking an optional skate. Uh, there are things like that that you know that that you see, and, and then and then he's watching what's going on in practice and. And Doug's going to watch who's responding here. And as we know, he's not afraid. And uh, he, he's a bold general manager that's not afraid to make tweaks and changes when it's necessary. But th- this is only eight games in. You're only five. You've got games in hand, and you're only five points out of second place in your own division. You know, and so this is by no means, I mean, absolutely by no means panic time. I'll tell you what would, if our goaltending had been, had been crappy through the first eight games, I'd panic. Our goaltending, except for, in my opinion, one game so far, has been just fine. And and to me, when you've got that, you can turn things around and write a ship. All right. So we'll all be uh, listening tonight to a 101 ESPN Radio, uh, Chris Kerber and his partner in crime, 
the two the two pranksters in the booth, Chris and Joey. <laughs> uh, puck drop around seven o'clock tonight. Pre-game starts at six. Uh, Chris, we love you, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys, I'll drop the hundred bucks off. Talk oh, to you a little oh, bit. Oh wait, Marisa. So John's wife said it, it's no less than a thousand dollars. She put nope, nothing oh, less a than a thousand. I think we can raise that. What? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's not her belly. Hey, though. wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's his body. Yeah, Ooh, his yeah. body, his choice. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Okay, sure hundred bucks. <laughs> All right, goodbye, Chris. Cheers, guys. Chris, Bye. Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll take. You don't have to wear it forever. Now we'll take a break. <laughs> Thank hey, you. should we do a little quick little giveaway after the break? Sure. All right, let's uh, let's do this giveaway here. After the break, we're playing. Take five. Take five. But John Patrigo is the constant here. So we'll put my dad in isolation. The person on the phone, I'm going to ask them three questions. They have to give me the answer. For example, uh, something that you would see at a hockey game. They give me one answer. My dad then has five guesses to try and match that answer. Two out of three right there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Three, one, we'll play a round or two. 314-624-3833 Stop rolling your eyes. I mean, isn't it enough you put me in this other... Predicament. <laughs> huh? I mean, you're throw a game at me, too? We hold you down and pierce your belly. Yeah, yeah. Ah, hey, everybody, this is Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I can't believe you're 99 again. Unbelievable. It was great the other day. You really missed the Smashing Pumpkins show, John. Did I? Yep. Okay. It's a great time. Thank you, work for it. Don't you think you'd enjoy it? Yeah, I think you did enjoy oh. the dancers. It, it was and it was a whole concert of Beach Boy covers. What? Yeah, oh, it was awesome. Amazing. No way, you're lying to me. Now. I am lying. That's okay. right. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free. Sh- and today's contest is sponsored by T.R. Hughes. If you want a move-in ready home and take off $25,000, visit trhughes.com. All right, so Tony, what are we playing? We are playing Take 5. We're going to put John in isolation. Yep. You guys on the phone will ask you three different questions. Yep. John will then have five guesses. Her, her question. Her question to get what you said. Two out of three right, you win the prize. Correct. So you guys on the phone, we're answering these questions. Think like, think about what John would say. <laughs> think about what John would say. <laughs> don't think don't that, give don't some outlandish answer where there's no possible way of John getting it. If I say this is on YouTube. If, if I say, hey, things that you would see at a hockey game, and your answer is, my Uncle Bill, the season ticket holder. Come on, man. Like, think of more generic answers than that. I'm going to try to help you out, too, okay? I may call you an idiot, but <laughs> but it's it's out of love, okay? Say, yeah, don't help them out, but make fun of them for sure. No, I'm yeah. going to try to help them out. I want to get some winners. We have uh, tickets to go see Sold Out Blue October show. We got tickets for the Sold Out I Prevail show, and we got tickets to go see Lucifer. All right, let's go to the phones, and uh, we go to Jason in Fairview Heights. Good morning, Jason. Morning, fellas. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Jason. All right, we're gonna put John in isolation. We're not gonna we're not gonna blast you out with death metal music. We're gonna put music you like in the headphones. All right, you got it, John. Okay, John is in isolation. All right, Jason. By the way, if you're He's curious, over there, if you're right? curious, I gave him a Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. Uh, Love is like a heat wave. Okay. Aww. Okay. All right, Jason. Here we go. Answer these questions. Remember, John's got to guess what you're gonna say. A baseball okay. team. That is not the St. Louis Cardinals. Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Something someone rich would own. A boat. Okay. That, 
But these are good answers. An actor who was mostly famous in the 80s. Mm. Um, That's a tough one. Oh, what's his name? Um, Saturday Night Dance Fever. Um, Travolta. Travolta, yep, John Travolta. Okay, I'm going to take him think, out of isolation. I, I think these are great answers, by the okay. way. All right, good luck, Jason. Hang on. All right, John. Here we go. Remember, you got five guesses. You know, he's over here covering, like, I could see that. Well, I just anyway. want to make sure I'm not There's giving you any no clues. I could see that. So I, I was writing down my answers just to compare. I was trying to get different answers just mm -hmm. to see if he says it. Uh-huh. All you right. Know. Yeah. Dad. A ba now, you want to try and match what this guy said. Okay. A baseball <laughs> team that is not the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay, I would say Chicago Cubs. Nope, that's, that's what I put. <sighs> New York Yankees. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go with uh, Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> well, how do you name three of the, what, 31 baseball teams? I'm trying to think, where is this guy going with this? Okay, let's go with the Houston Astros. The Houston or Houston Astros. That's one more, not the one, more answer. one more, one more. Let Philadelphia. Uh, Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. okay. That's a tough one. Here we go. Next. Next. All right, Dad. Something. There is this diet. Something someone rich would own. <laughs> I mean, does it have to be a certain? I could, could be whatever you want. Car. <laughs> Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Something a rich person would so own. so irritated. I love it. Oh. Uh. <laughs> you know what? I, I can't think of anything else. Just think of rich people toys. I know. Hey. 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 What know. would you own? What would you buy? Rich people would own a... Vacation resort. Vacation resort, no. I put that. I put second home. You put second home, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a plane. Man, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're One getting more, there. man. One more. One more. You're shot. so close. We're getting there. <laughs> a. Say the word. A. I can't think of anything no, else. It's a, a boat. boat. A boat. Oh. Sorry, Jason. I'd go for the plane before the boat. Listen, a plane, that's a, that's a great answer. Yeah. Those aren't bad answers. That's no. the that's the difficulty with this game, John, is I, I, you're wow. pretty much coming up with all good answers. I just want one, one shot at this. An actor who was mostly famous in the 80s. An actor who's mostly famous in the 80s. Just think of a movie that you saw in the 80s that had a famous actor in it. This yeah. is a tough one. I can't, I'm, you know... <laughs> I can't think of the 80s movies. Yeah, he said know. John Travolta. I just, I mean. All right, we'll, I, we'll get him next time, John. Yeah, okay. Justin, whatever. put him in isolation. <laughs> whatever. Hi. Hi, Justin. Trying to think like me. <laughs> People hey, gave Justin, really good try ideas. to think like John, okay? People gave, yeah, so Justin, when I give <laughs> you this question, just yell really loud and hate me, okay? Uh, I can do that. All right, here we go. <laughs> Something green. Grass. Something sweet for breakfast. 
Donuts. Yes. Yes. Come on. This is a this is a home run. Right? A super famous country song. Did you add no country music? Mm-hmm. Especially if he says a super famous one. I mean, like. Uh, Friends in Low Places. That's what I was Wouldn't thinking. You know yep. I think so. Good choice. Come on. Man. You don't even need that one. Okay. Here he's, we go. He's getting these. Get him out of isolation. Justin, shut up. Hang on. How was that one? I didn't like that song at all. Oh, <laughs> would you give him Brick House by the Commodores? Okay. I don't like that. I love how he threw it down and said, I don't like that at all. Okay. <laughs> John, well, you can just, yeah. Boy, this is, this is, you got this. Come on. Oh, I got this. This, this yeah, one's okay. easy. easy. Yeah, I know. Uh -huh. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Name something green. Yeah, green. Green beans. Green beans. Nope. 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 Something green. Oh, boy. Anything green, man. I know. Why do you go you go de brain dead when it comes to that? Green. It's a color. Yeah. Green. green. Grass. Yes. Wow. Oh, we're on four, baby. We're what, on you, the what? What? what did you look at? He looks over here at the wall and grass. I'm just trying to think. I thought green. All right. Green. Okay, on the board. Here on we go. The board. On a roll. Let's okay. go. Come on. Okay. Come on, baby. Dad, something yeah. sweet you eat for breakfast. Sweet. Sweet you eat for breakfast. Sweet. Sweet. Green. Say it again. Sweet. Sweet, sweet you sweet. eat. Juice. No. Juice. No. That's a wrong answer one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you drink juice, you don't eat juice. Look at the wall up here again. That's your spot. Something. There's something over there. Okay, what is look it? Look outside. Look outside. Something the... you eat for breakfast. Something sweet. Something sweet <laughs> you eat outside. for breakfast. Yeah, Take a look outside. I'm looking. I'm you looking? looking? Uh, donut? Yeah. There you go. What the how hell else that. would you think? Congratulations, know, Justin. Hang on cake? one second. Did you just hear what he said? But that's what a donut is, is cake. I, he said, know. I wouldn't think sweet and donuts. I don't know. Oh, it's geez. just I wouldn't put the two together. And then he goes, I think cake. Did you see the donut shop outside? Well, no, I didn't see it, but no. it just kind of clicked. He stared right at it. a big it. hint. <laughs> My answer's over here. I... <laughs> Should I not give hints? You don't like when I give hints. I like to struggle way more. Sorry, man. I know. I do, too. <sighs> I want I want some winners. That's Break fine. Winners winner. are great. Yeah, I, I like those as well. But get, no, it's hard to get a winner from me. Put your headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, hello. Hello. All right. Tell you where there is. Thanks, buddy. All right. Okay. Josh Obviously, that's a good buddy. He's, he's bouncing up and down. All right. All right. Something you buy in bulk. Never <laughs> Toilet paper. Mm -hmm. I think that would right. Moon. That's, I think, think that's, that's the great number answer. Answer. Yeah. Yeah. Number one answer. A, a retired NFL quarterback. Brett Favre. Okay. Of okay. a, a modern comedy actor. I mean, just a, just a, a comedian. We'll change it to a comedian. Just a comedian. Yeah. A comedian. Ooh. See, I was going to say Will Ferrell, but yeah. May, uh, I, make a, may I make a suggestion? Can I suggest an answer? Yes. Yeah. May I suggest Sebastian Maniscalco because that is his favorite comic. Okay. Okay. Good. I will go with you, Riz. Glad we came See, up with that together. I, I, would, say, I, would, say, I would say Chris Rock. I bet you he throws Chris Rock in there. Top of mind last, this last year. We say comedian. He says Sebastian. Guaranteed. Think so? Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Hey, yeah. hey, you want to put money on it? Five bucks. I'll put five bucks no, on it. No, I'm not saying that he's not going to say it. I'm saying first he's one. not going to say it first one. First guess. First one. Okay. Five bucks. Five, 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 five bucks. Okay. Five, five, five bucks. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Wait, who's all betting? I don't know. I was going to say. I was a lot of money in the till. Okay. Sounds great. Let's go. Oh, man. 
I was into that. We should have sang today. We'll sing this week. Now he wants to sing. Every other time he goes, ah, you and these sons of bitching games. Right, come on, here Match we go. Match with the listener. Here we go. Here we go. Winner. Dad, something. First thing that comes to mind. Here we go. Something you buy in bulk. 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 Okay. Toilet paper. Yeah. 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 We're rolling. We are rolling. We're rolling. Here it is. Rolling. Give me the next one. Come on. We're rolling. Okay. A retired NFL quarterback. Come on, baby. Uh, Bart Starr. <laughs> Yay. No. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, you are on the right track, though. I know. Uh, hey, I know. What's his name? I don't know. You tell me. What's his name? Green Bay Packers. What's his you name? You tell what me. What is his name? Come on. How about uh, Joe Montana? Joe oh, Montana. That's, that's who I had. That's, that's who, who I had. had. Good that's answer, good though. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. How about... Oh, you were going to say it. You were going to say I, it. I, you yeah, were going to say it. Hey, just stop say it. it. Just say it. Stop just, it. Let you got it. Let's go. There is a timer. Work it out. Maybe if you say it out loud, it'll it'll come to you. No, it ain't coming <laughs> if you to say me. It What's out his loud, first name? What's his first name? I can't think of either one. How about... What's his middle name? Oh, yeah. Oh, why am I going brain dead right now? Uh, Brad. Uh, Brad. I'm going to go ahead and say no on Brad. No, it's not Brad. <laughs> He's sports announcer now. That's three. No, no, no. Now we we got two more guesses here. Letter. Yep, yep. Do you give close. up? It's close. I give up. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. And you thought of Terry Bradshaw. Oh, Terry Bradshaw. I thought you were thinking of Troy Aikman. I was going with Bradshaw. Brett Favre. Ah. All right, last one. That's a tough yeah, one. Okay, hey, one. and there is money hey, on the line. Money what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why? That's all I'm going to say is there's just, money just on the, the line. <laughs> Dad. Yeah. You're like sweating, aren't you? All right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> so important. Yeah. A comedian. It's, I can't be what I you know. It could be whatever. Listen, Sebastian. Yeah. Oh, that's that's crap. That poor is crap. You led him into it. Why? He said it could be whatever. He was gonna say it can't be what Josh, I was thinking. No, I was. Believe me, that was my number one answer. Yeah, for you, but right. you weren't playing that game for you. You wouldn't know, have said that first. I, he led you. He I led was, you. Here's, I was here's my money. Right, I declare this. Here's my money. Null and void. I did help. So what you owe me five dollars. What I do? I owe you five bucks. Yeah, owe, the house owes I, me five. I own five bucks. I owe you five bucks. No, you don't owe me nothing because it was one, null and void. He owes me I, five. I, I don't. One know, final contestant. One final contestant. One answer. You're gonna have to get it in two dollar bills. Oh, Brad. Good morning. Do it again. Hey. Good morning. One final contestant. Oh. Perfect. Okay, and we're going to put John in isolation. Oh, sorry. i got to get the isolation <laughs> oh. here. Uh, here you go. Here's my money. There. Make it, here, pass. How about that? Is that good? Hey. Pa- pass Pass I don't it. want that. Make it easy. Make, Make it, it easy. Make it easy. Uh, because easy for us is... That's for you, son. Okay, okay. Okay, here we go. All right. Lost a bet. I don't want this $2 bill. What, what you, you mean? take it. You take it. I know those are important to you. Come on. They're not important to me. All right, hey. Brad? Hey. <laughs> Brad? A dessert. Yeah. A dessert. <laughs> He's dancing. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Okay. A vacation spot. Um, Florida. What was that? Florida. Oh. Florida. Okay. Beach, I guess. And finally, a Motown artist. Motown. Uh, I'm not familiar. Chuck Berry? No, I think would that be no, uh, like the Temptations or something? What Temptations? Yeah, okay, there okay. you go. Okay. Let's do that. 
That's hey, just to let you know, that's who he's listening to right okay. now. Okay, so I'll see. There you go. Oh, okay. nice. Hang on, Brad. All right. Oh. All right. Who are you listening to? Uh, Temptations. Whoa, oh, little yeah. Motown, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking. <laughs> All right, good. There's a city. Just go ahead, give Brad every hey, ticket that we have. Hey, hey, what are we doing here? Sweet darling. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh, my God, God, man! I right, tell you what, <laughs> let's do this. Here, let's do this, John. Yeah, here we go, Dad. Yeah, a dessert pie. You're wrong. Oh, I had pumpkin pie. <sighs> ice cream. That's what I had. I had ice man. cream. Man, that's a good one, Riz. That's a good one. He named two out of the five thousand available desserts. They were both wrong. And he went, man. <laughs> Cake. It's a good one. Gonna probably need you to be more pacific. No, 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 no. What? I mean, uh, I guess we're just not playing games anymore. I guess we're just call in. We'll give you tickets. Hey. <laughs> we're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sound like it. We like to struggle. Remember. A dessert. Cheesecake. Oh, oh my, God. my goodness! Hello. <laughs> See? Just let the man work it out himself. Yes, yeah. what a hero. <laughs> you know? You did it. See, I told you, man. I, I had some. Oh, my God. I got faith in you. <laughs> New York style? <laughs> yeah. This is the most John Patrico thing ever. You said, yeah, let the man work it out. I had faith in you. And his response was, you know? <laughs> what, 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 what do we know? Right, here we go. Next, you know. next, next. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Hey. We're rocking and rolling, Dan, John. Yeah. Here a we go. vacation spot. First in the Florida. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait. Have a good Everybody time wait. on me. Everybody wait. Uh -huh. John gets his third one. Yeah. I'm going to give Brad all the prizes. Oh, oh my God. God. Lee, Whoa. Tell you what. Scott, you hear that? Whoa. Yeah, I heard if that. If he wins, Brad gets all the prizes. Hey, hey, that's fine, but from here on out, quiet. Whoa. <laughs> Silence. Yeah, yeah, it's over. Don't it's over for help you. him anymore. Okay, right. He hasn't helped at all. No, no, mute. Ah. <laughs> mute Riz. Dad. Yeah? Name a Motown artist. Single Motown artist, Dad. A Motown artist. Riz, get under the table, please. Smokey Robinson. Okay. <laughs> Riz is under the desk for real. Under the desk, <laughs> yeah. laughing his ass off. Stay there. You gotta stay there forever. Stay there. What's Second guess, please. Yo, Second guess, please. Number one, wrong. Yeah. What do you yep. got? What do you Come got? On. Marvin Gaye. Come on, a Motown artist. That's all I'm going to say, a Motown okay. artist. How about a uh, Motown? <laughs> this is the yeah, best. that's the one. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> He's crying. Riz is crying under the desk. Come on, man. You got a few Come on, from man. You got this. Oh, nah. You got this. I'm going to say it again, Dad. I'm just going to say it again. A Motown artist. Motown artist. Yep. Motown. Hello. Motown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come hey. on now. Stevie Wonder. Yeah, oh, that's, that's who I am. That's a good guess. Yeah, it's a good guess. Hey, you come got on, two man. More. Hey, come on. A Motown artist. Stop yeah, it, Riz. the first time. A Motown artist. Artist. <laughs> Motown. Yeah, I got that. You said three that were very wrong so far. So a Motown oh. artist. I'm going to do it, and it ain't going to be right. The Temptation. Oh! Hey! You got it. Oh, Amazing. my goodness. He got it, Brad. He's an artist. Yeah, but a band could be an artist, too. I see. I, am, I don't put them two together. 
Oh, congratulations, well, John. Well, I guess they I don't just... go. And the artist of the year goes to one well, of it you. was going to go to this group, but there's <laughs> two more people. More. So it's going to go to you, ma'am. No, it's artists. All right. All well, we got to take artists. one final break. We'll come back and wrap yeah. up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. First off, thanks to John Patrico for coming in, hanging out. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Playoff round. And if you missed uh, any of the ads, uh, please go back to the podcast and listen. But... John, who are we shouting out this week? You know what? I really didn't have a shout-out today. So Whoa. how about, you know, just everybody have a great weekend. All right. I sure safe. will. Okay. I sure will, John. Thank you. Hey, be safe. Out. You're heading out of town. To heading out of town. Driving? Driving to Chicago. So be careful. Thank you, John. Appreciate that. I'm going to take that and put in my pocket. Oh, nice. Like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Nice, yes. John, John said, have a good time. Be careful. See? That's all, that's <laughs> all you, you need this? to know. Do you see this right here? This is putting in my pocket. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Save that. Don't use it. Uh, blog and podcast. Moon, what do we got? How to maximize your vacation days in 2023. Somebody accidentally booked a happy ending massage. <laughs> uh, but let's see. Uh, Texas business is under fire for having a sign that says, now hiring non-stupid people. Check out the <laughs> sign. And a mom who tweeted about throwing out her kids' Halloween candy is in a lot of trouble, apparently. Uh, check it all out. 1057thepoint.com slash... Riz. Today's podcast title is straight out of Riz's mouth. He said, I am a douchebag. And that's the podcast title. Yeah, it's fine. You'll take it. It's fine. It's fine. I said it. I said it. I said it. I can't take it back. It's all right. Tomorrow, Friday, fail stories, real or fake picks and results. I'm on the hot seat for sure. All I need is my lock and it's over. All Tony needs is his lock and it is O-V-E-R. What else, fellas? Anything else? That's it, man. Danny? I got nothing. All right. John? Nothing. All right. We leave you with a selection from our team members member of the day. Brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville. From Wentzville, Shane Richard is our team yeah, member of the day. The Rizzuto Show Podcast. Powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. There are so many how-tos in sports. How to swing a bat. How to catch a pass. How to putt. How to kick. With New Balance, there's only one way to run. Your way. That's the best way and the only way. No need to look at him or her or them to figure it out. Just run. On a track, a path, a street, or in a mall. Your choice. Running doesn't care where you're from or where you're headed. Running will take you exactly as you are. New Balance. Run your way. For some, today is an ordinary day. But for you, today could be the day you try a new McDonald's sauce for the first time. Maybe you'll dip a McCrispy sandwich into McDonald's mambo sauce. Maybe you'll spread sweet and spicy jam into your sausage egg McMuffin. Maybe you'll dunk your McNuggets into both new sauces. Any day you try McDonald's new sweet and spicy jam and mambo sauce will be a special day because their time in our famous sauce lineup is limited. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.